0: episode 201 you got a carl weathers the storm in life fellas how you doing today on this sad day
1: it is sad apollo, very, very sad apollo, apollo creed, creed man John jackson yep <clears throat> dylan that son of a bitch <laughs> the black dude from predator yeah <laughs> he dylan said, he goes forever I, I just got you he said something about being used to just being called the black guy from predator but there was yeah. two black guys in predator
0: yeah, but he's the only one, really. Yeah, is he? The other guy is the uh, the black guy from Commando.
2: Yeah, Bill Duke.
0: Yeah, Bill Duke. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that, wasn't Bill Duke getting it longer than Carl Weathers? He made uh, it, he made it longer. I thought. Yeah, he
0: died later. Yeah, he actually outlived Jesse Ventura. Yeah. So yeah, you're right.
2: But anyways, it's public.
0: He was the longest well. tenured black man, former and
2: predator. Detroit Lion Carl Weathers. Yes, he played for Lions at one point.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I I knew he played for he played for a couple teams. Right? He, he was
2: here. Yeah, for a couple of tea. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: That I, song, yeah, that song was okay.
0: Yeah. The songs <laughs> by a, AWH music by the way. A W
2: H that's music on, uh, on YouTube. A W H check music. it out. Um Carl we- Weather's uh is yes. fantastic.
0: Yeah, Drago did him in, man. He did. That's for sure that's true. What's true. Bob, how you doing?
2: Um, I was thinking about that yesterday because he's—he dies in a lot of movies. You
0: yeah. About it. <laughs> yeah,
2: Creed died. Um, Dylan. Dylan died. Happy uh, Gilmore. Chubbs died. <laughs> he died a lot in movies. Yeah. Did he die
0: in Mandalorian. I didn't watch. Nah, that. he's
2: still going. <clears throat> yeah. he had no, a big part of that. Too. No, he's not. Well, oh, he's
0: not going now. Well, but, yeah. he was.
2: <laughs> His character was going until recently. Okay. Oh, right. How, how uh, dare I? I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. If Sorry.
0: Didn't even give him his proper dethroning. No, you
2: forgot. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think his character was still kicking around a Mandalorian. Obviously, they're going to have to uh, tackle that if they do another season. Yeah. So, yeah, Carl Weathers. He was in an episode of Psych with William Devane. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> bunch of stuff. He've That's been, right. Action Jackson is one of the best ones too because it's it's like a modern version of a seventies black exploitation movie type. Hot,
0: hotter, and hottest.
2: Yeah. It was, it was just, I, the one, the, the, the best scene from Action Jackson is he has like a grenade launcher and he's cornered the bad guy on the roof or something. And he's like, it's like, you like barbecue? You like your ribs? Well done. Or whatever he says says. He blows the guy up. <laughs> yeah, <I'm,
0: laughs> it's so is awesome. that how he killed Craig T?
2: No. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Craig T. It was one, one of his henchmen. Okay. I forgot Craig T was the, uh. The main bad. Yeah. Coach Hayden Fox. I'm going to
1: have to watch that.
2: That's so good. Sharon Stone's in it. Um, yeah, yeah what's her name vanity Vanity. Yep. oh
0: yeah i remember the, the like yeah. when someone i never seen action jackson and the guy pitching it to me our friend jeremy we grew up with was like yeah. dude there's a scene where he injects heroin into her tit like, <laughs> like oh i gotta see i gotta oh, see that, it now that's
2: that's, that's so
0: that, hot that mattered when i was 12
1: <laughs>
2: yeah mm, heroin that matters now i gotta go watch that it's yeah. a it's quite a movie it's quite a movie yeah. i um a while ago i was watching uh movies on um, a, a channel I'm not going to name Tubi TV Tubi. Tubi, Tubi. And I fell asleep when I woke up it was like a 70s exploitation film and basically this guy went to this town and um, they were they were treating people bad so he's like we got to stop this and he stopped it but then the his friends that he brought in to stop it Carl Weathers was one of them they realized hey wait we can have power here and they took over and they started making the town trash also so they went in to save it, and all of a sudden it was like it was direct back to the way it was. Yeah, that, and Carl Weathers was one of the main guy. They cut off a guy's balls in that movie. Yeah, that's. Camera was called.
0: That's the way it always happens. You think, if you think you're the guy that's going to fix everything. Yep. I'm the one way. And if you follow me, that's when it all starts. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what
2: happens when
1: added. you
0: do the when yeah. you follow me part. That's when it gets bad. Well, yeah, you know, I, I just it, woke
2: up and it was like Pam Greer there, and their and, titty was out. And I'm like, Pam, oh, Greer's even titty's at, out?
1: Even at that point. You know, it's still like okay, maybe he's still trying to be good. Yeah, no. And then they start fucking everybody. Yep. Yeah, it was, I'm, you know, it was the I'm a philosopher like, king. Then, trust it's, me. then it's yeah, then it's you know, you're fucking but, everybody's wife. You you're know. taking people down to Ghana. Yeah, they were
2: they were running hoes. They had all kinds of stuff going on in this town. All of a sudden, more stuff than they had before. They're
0: drinking bitter Kool Aid. Yeah.
2: The point of they the story it. was was Pam Greer's titty. Yes, yes, that was the important thing. Yeah. No, it was there. Yeah. It 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 sucked me in to the movie. Yeah. And I started watching it. I'm like, this is bad.
0: Twelve year old me was like this when the tit got the heroin in
3: it. With a first round one with a first
0: round. Oh. I didn't mean to hit it the second. It's time. okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta double click that one every once in a while. Yeah. Um Carl Weather's has been doing a lot of stuff. Apollo Creed's probably the most famous one.
0: That's his most famous character. It is, but Very just true, yeah.
2: some of the action movies were just, well, they were those were our wheelhouse. The Predator, Action Jackson. Those movies were more, they came out when we were alive, basically. Whereas Rocky was, you know, you know I didn't see Rocky till a little bit older.
0: You know what's fucked up about Predator? Yeah. They were all like, like all those dudes, even uh, Sonny landon all of them. Yeah. He was older. Sonny Landon was like Al's age in The Predator. Oh, yeah. And the rest of them were like our age to 40. Mm-hmm. And they were all ripped out of their mind. And here I'm like, dude, I can't ever get back in shape. No, there's no way. It's a no way. Here they were fucking, those dudes were all like 40 plus, well, looking great in 1988.
2: That's true. But they had been working out for a long time. It wasn't like they stopped and then, yeah. they, you know. That it, just means you got to do it forever. They didn't have
0: to lose 100 pounds of fat to well, make the movie. I'll,
2: I'll tell you this. This is a, this is kind of related to it. This, <clears> my, my boss has gotten in really good shape in the last six or seven, well, I haven't worked with him again for the last six or seven years, but I knew him from a previous job. And he's lost a lot of weight. He's gotten really good shape. But he goes to the gym every morning before he comes to work. And there's a guy there. He said, this guy is 65 years old. He has 6% body fat. He's insane. And I was like and he asked the guy, he's like, how do you do it? And he's like, I've literally been working out for 40 years. Just never. <laughs> I just never stopped. Yeah, the yeah. best
0: way to get in shape is never get out of shape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Once you get into the shape when you're young, don't stop. Well, that's yeah. a... Get it, get it.
0: A, a, a guy who who went with that theory because uh sweetness Walter yeah. Payton. Yep, he came into camp out of shape one year, mm-hmm. and he said, "I will never ever be out of shape again." Because he said, "Getting back into shape is so horrible. The process and of getting in shape from out of shape. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna stay in shape because it's miserable to get like because you have to." The la- when your body isn't used to the lactic acids and stuff, you think you're gonna actually die. I, yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah,
2: Carl Weathers never got out of shape. He was still in good shape, even when he was chubs. He's supposed to be an old man and stuff, and you could tell like he's wearing like the polo shirt, and you can still see like definition. It's like he, he's not old. He, he's chubs. He
1: wasn't really that
2: old. No, he like, well, he played an old man. You know. What yeah, I
1: mean? but yeah, he really wasn't though. till until like, til Happy killed him cuz like that's what what year was Gil, happy Gilmore's? 96 96 yeah Dude, almost 30 years ago yeah so yeah. he was dude he was like in his early
0: 40s he's like our age yeah <laughs> yeah like,
2: that's true he just yeah. but even even in more recent stuff in mandalorian he's still f- a fit man yeah he never he never stopped working out it's important to him they yeah. didn't
1: say what the cause of death was no no
0: well he's 76 and he went to sleep and
1: he's be, best way heart to attack
0: best way to I'm go or, that's what i'm assuming it's heart related
1: did they say he died in his sleep
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Peacefully in his sleep. That's
1: awesome. My exact, uh, exact quote. And awesome. I'm not, peacefully in his sleep.
2: I'm not stereotyping here, but African American men have a really, really high rate of heart disease. Yes. Like, yeah. Triple the national yes. average. It's true. Well, it's a, a genetic thing. Yep.
0: Well, they didn't have to fatten up for the winter like we did <laughs> in Europe. That's true. <laughs> so. It's a good point. So that so they fucking eat they eat uh sugar and it fucking it's horrible. <laughs> That's racist. Oh my god, <laughs> on cue. Yeah. Uh, look, I my racism summoned him.
2: Yeah. yeah uh,
0: he just went,
1: Somebody's somebody's being racist, yes.
2: Um I uh I'm a big Carl Weathers fan though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna miss yeah. him.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. The For montage
2: sure. where him and Rocky are training in Rocky 3 so Rocky can get ready to fight Clubber Lang and stuff. Yeah, there and, is no tomorrow. Uh, yeah. The whole beach scene where they're running. He's racing, you know, in the montage, beginning of the montage, he races him on the beach. He's like, I can't keep up, Apollo. And then by the end, he's beating him in the foot race on the beach. Man. Their shorts are way too short. You know, that scene. That great, uh, that great hair, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I like how the movie implies Rocky could get in shape and c- keep up with uh, <laughs> Apollo I, in a foot
2: race. Yeah yeah like no that's the, the, not how that the works. whole point of rocky was that he wasn't the most athletic guy he just never stopped in he the heart of a champion then all of a sudden like well also he's really athletic too he wasn't yeah, but yeah. now he is well the
0: the whole point of that rocky three was make him fight like a black fighter yeah i know that was the point of it because yeah. uh Club <laughs> clubber lang was too uh Basically, based seemingly based on George Foreman, where if you came straight at him, yeah, you're dead. Yep, he's just too strong. Like what he did to Fore, like what he did to uh, Fraser and yeah. Ken Norton, he murdered him. Murdered. So, the, okay, we got to change strategy. You are a black man now.
2: Yep, you, you're you, gonna. You know how you had no, You literally, we said in the first movie, you hit. You are not athletic. You're a bum. You just don't ever quit. Well, now you are athletic because these us the black men are training you. Yeah, we will in, instill well, athleticism.
0: Pauly's mm. like he's got no rhythm. You can't make him train like a colored fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I did say
2: his that. quote, not mine. Yeah, I know that's a direct quote. Yeah, I've uh, I've always had
1: a heart of gold. Yeah, uh, a heart of a champion. That's true. Yeah, but, but the body of the black man, but the man. body of a loser.
2: <laughs> but, well, yeah, <laughs> but if Carl Weathers <laughs> and trainer guy, whose name I cannot think of. Apollo's trainer, you know who I'm talking about black guy. Yeah,
0: this is supposed be, to be an excellent veteran <laughs> If
2: you train with them, you will big, get the body. Big Bird, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to we, hear. We'll, it We'll get to that later. We're not gonna do that right now. We're
0: gonna we're gonna wait for uh, Abram to go away yeah, before please, we talk about lions.
2: Please. No, we well, we gotta talk about dead people though because we're still going with Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, continue. You guys got to pick. What's your favorite Carl Weathers role? Is it oh. Apollo? Is it Dylan? That son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's it's Apollo for sure. Is
2: it Chubs? Um, is it Action Jackson? Yeah, I'd say for me. Or, or you don't have to pick one. I'm just. Saying I'm not.
0: You. I'm I'm not trying to be all indie. Yeah. So and say Action Jackson like I want to just to be different. <laughs> the reality is Apollo is a fucking <laughs> epic character. It is an amazing yeah. character. Yeah, he had depth. He had range. Yep. He was like, it was like he was too. He was, the character was such a. A good person and a good, well written character. Yeah. That he wasn't even like an antagonist. He was just a, a guy that, like, a someone's got
2: to be the the jerk. Yeah. No matter what.
0: Yeah. But he, he never got the sense that he was like, you never got the sense that he hated Rocky at all no. or looked down on him. You know, like, oh, I'll beat this piece of shit. No problem. He never really, like, I, I never got that vibe from Apollo. It was just like, well, Duke, he, thank you.
2: I couldn't think of Apollo's trainer.
0: Duke. Oh, Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Duke went to Russia?
2: He did. He did. He trained him again and yeah. made him even a better fighter You know, after Apollo got murdered. It,
0: they made him a black fighter in three, and then in four, they made him the heart fighter again.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. You know. but uh, yeah,
0: Then it, he fought Tommy Morrison, and he was a street fighter.
2: To me, it's a toss-up between uh, mm. Apollo and, and Dylan. I really don't know which one. I loved—and I, it's not even that Dylan was great. It was just the whole the, interaction at well, the beginning with well, the arm— that's become the meme thing now. The two arms. Well, the the
0: the the Chubs is so great that Austrian. Yeah, o- I know the Austrian arm and then the African arm. Yeah. Pure muscle. Yeah. It's it's iconic.
2: It's yeah. iconic. It's uh, it's showing that diversity. Yep. Yeah. It's doing all the things people love nowadays.
0: And then they both and went.
1: They're equals.
0: They were killing the cartels, which is. Yeah. You know.
1: What's so, a, What's up, AWH? We're uh, We're discussing. Uh, well, you can join us. What, what? Who's your favorite Carl Weathers character? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm,
2: sure, <laughs> I'm sure you know them all, right? He knows them all. He might only, you know, Chubbs is a, definitely a good one though. Dylan
0: and Apollo with had a similar similar character arc. Yeah, they were dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that that's true. That now, is true.
0: Apollo did last four films though. That is also true. The funny thing is, that, like, I didn't even think of it that way. Like, he like for some reason I was like, yeah, he's one and then four he dies but he's in one through four in a big part of all of them
2: yeah absolutely
0: so he's not just
2: i think the one he he's in for the least but obviously his death is what triggers the whole thing
0: yeah it's the whole uh yeah that was a a very traumatic thing for like 10 11 year old me to watch
2: him die yeah it was horrible it was it was really traumatic watching james brown doing that song too yeah living in america no classic um i was trying to find some other roles maybe i'm forgetting something and they try
0: to make every russian guy ever uh thereafter it's like drago yeah. oh my god i forgot he's in regular show even if it's a really nice guy like
2: fedor like
0: i don't really dislike anybody boone
2: was his character in psych boone and oh
1: yeah <clears throat> so much fedor. Stuff. uh yeah fedor that's a, a newer fighter right well not newer but he's
0: been around for he was around in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. is he? Oh, he, was, okay. he was the best heavyweight for about 10 years, hmm. and uh, then he started. He got old. He lingered too long, and then Ryan Bader beat the hell out of him in his last fight. And it was pretty bad <laughs> because he, you, Father Time beats
1: everybody.
2: That's true. That is true. But um, I've heard
1: people say about yeah, he's uh, been in a lot of stuff that he's like just a like. Really super nice dude.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Fader is a, uh, uh, an amazing person. Yeah. Really friendly. His brother's kind of a psycho, but he's not his brother. So, brother's like
2: got Russian mafia tattoos and. Yeah. Uh, uh, you you know. Know. Yeah. Isn't his brother the one that would like take naps before the fight and they'd have to like wake him up and he'd be like, all oh, right. And he'd yeah. like wake up, wake up, go out, beat people up and go back to sleep.
0: He had the, the, the least uh, prevalent fight anxiety of anyone ever. Yeah. Yeah meaning he had zero he would be he look
2: he'd wake up from like the bench and go fight (laughs) yeah i guess that's i mean he's in a bunch of stuff but nothing iconic like those those few roles so Mm -hmm. he played action jackson in the pointer sisters video for he turned me out did you know that? no wow i did not know that Mm. oh i forgot he was he remember he took over when uh First black guy left the show in the heat of the night, he took over the ro- uh, a different role, came in. Oh, really? Howard Rollins left, all of a sudden it was like Carl Weathers. I'm like, uh, ah, No, because yeah. I never saw that show. I just remember seeing the commercials for I him. never saw that show. So Inspector I don't Hampton know. Forbes. But uh, I, don't, I didn't see it. That's about it. Well, tons of stuff, but only a few iconic things. But how many people have that many iconic things right. in their career? Right. Not many. They both started as heels, then redeemed themselves. Yes, that's true the uh, Carl well, yeah. going to miss him.
1: R- Rest in peace.
2: Yep. Rip.
1: Yep.
0: Carl. Uh, speaking of heels, we talked about the greatest heel of all time in character form, hmm. Vincent
2: McMahon. Oh, we forgot due to do death. Well, we we didn't do the Wayne Kramer. I'm oh, sorry. a longer one That was good um yeah. wayne kramer from mc5 who's there they were really famous here and pretty famous elsewhere
0: yeah they were they were a international band but they were obviously bigger here yeah
1: yeah yeah they weren't like i mean obviously yeah right they weren't huge like everywhere but um they influenced a lot of people lots who, of influence who,
0: who's the one that sold a bunch of it was grand funk <laughs> that did a bunch of records really quick and then it kind of faded
2: yeah, they, they seem like Grand Funk had a record every single year. Yeah, yeah. Twice a year. Yeah, and then, uh, then they're Mark, from Flint,
1: though, right? Yeah, and then, they're Mark, from Flint. then Mark Farner
2: uh, became born again Christian and started his own thing. Yeah, but um, Wayne Kramer, he played a show at L Club in, uh, like, Mexican town last year. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, insane prices. It was, you know, only a limited amount of people can go there because it's fucking L Club. It's not huge. You only could fit. I mean, what a couple hundred. Who people did Farner? In there? No, uh, Wayne Kramer. Wayne Kramer. Okay. Maybe it was the year before. I'm pretty sure it was last May, though. Maybe it was the year May before. I'm maybe I'm wrong, but it was like 178 bucks a ticket or something for mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, so, yeah.
0: nowadays that's not
1: that bad. Well, it that's, is. It is. It's like basically a,
2: imagine going to I Rock and paying 178 dollars. Yeah, game. yeah. yeah
1: that's it's true. A, <laughs> I'm wondering if it was some kind of a they play a lot of the old charitable MC5. event or something well
2: that's the thing i didn't find out till later on that i think it was he has the uh something guitar door Jail something yeah
1: yeah whatever yeah.
2: it is the charitable foundation i think yeah. it was something to help that he was already sick at this point although i don't think he had announced it so no uh-uh
1: um
0: but he had the big c
1: pancreatic,
0: pancreatic. Oh, that's the biggest yeah. of big c yeah because
2: yeah, they never find it until it's stage yeah. four so he was yeah but um i mean who doesn't know kick out the jams I didn't know it was them when I was a kid. I honestly, I only heard it because motherfucker. Um, I knew the song, but I didn't realize it was a Detroit band. Yeah, I can't imagine what they were
1: like live. Because I mean, that was what they were known for. Is that they were so great live. Yeah, I can't imagine seeing them. Yeah. Yeah, the the drummer's the only one left. Yeah. Alive? Yeah.
2: Wow. Well,
1: shit, Rob Tyner and Fred Sonic Smith have been dead for like 30 plus years. Sonic
2: Smith was like 94, I remember that. Yeah, because I Rob Tyner died
1: before him in like 91, I think. I think I was like 18 or 19 when Rob Tyner died.
2: But they both
1: had heart attacks.
2: That song was covered by the presidents of the United States of America back in the day. And that was the first time I heard it. I'm like, this song is, it's okay. My mom, and mom heard it. She's like, that's the MC5. I'm like, who? You well, know, I could- forgot that they did it. So my mom uh, introduced me to MC5. <laughs> you know who else my covered mother. it and
0: I didn't know because I'm looking at it because yeah. Rage Against a Machine.
1: Yeah, well, Tom Morello and him were friends. Oh. Him, yeah, they did a lot of, uh, they did they did charitable uh, stuff, stuff together. Yeah. Uh, Kim Thayil from Soundgarden and like a bunch of different guys. Gilby Clark, a whole bunch of them did like a, a 50th anniversary. They did MC50. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, like a whole bunch of people. Iggy Pop did it. Yep. But it was like a, uh, it was a tribute to MC5. Well, okay. And then they did, a, a, it was a charity event too.
2: Well, they, um, I forget what I was going to say. No, I maybe forget. Oh, but you can definitely, it seems like it was overseas more so then. And now it's kind of come back again. But they influence a lot of punk and, 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 other type bands in Britain and all these other yeah. places first, and then they kind of yeah. people didn't see their importance here until afterwards. You know, yeah, it yeah. happened a lot back then.
1: A lot of, a lot of, a lot. There are a lot of people that say that that feel that they're the original punk. Yeah, yeah. there are people but
0: that think that of them. Yes, I, I,
1: I mean, you could definitely hear the influence, but I'm sorry, dude, the the Kinks are like the original. Oh, I would, punk. yeah, yeah. The Kinks are like the like. To me, they're, like, one of the most original, yeah. like, two, three, influences. Two, three month. chords, that's it. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, that's, like, and, I mean, what they created with it, you know. So, I, MC5 was a little but, too good to be... Yeah, pumped. exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. But, I they mean, technically. Like, yeah, they were, like, yeah, they were pretty skilled. Yeah.
2: So, I remember when uh, Fred Sonic Smith's house was for sale over here, like, Jefferson and 11 Mile. Yeah. A couple of years ago. The one that him and Patty Smith lived in, which I didn't... That was another thing. I was older before I realized. I'm like, that Patty Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they they were together for quite a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, their their I'm, house wasn't that expensive. It was only like $400,000 or something.
0: I, I seen a criticism of Husker Du by a punk rock band. They're like, they come back for for this new album and they're the best band in the world. That was the criticism. They were good all of a sudden. They they wanted to be punk, not good. Oh yeah.
2: You know. So. people think that you can't be punk and sound yeah, but like, yeah. You can't know. have good production.
1: Hooskerdoo Husker is like a really good band. And they're like, that's another band that's like musician wise. Like, they're definitely, you know, they're definitely punk influenced, but like, they, you know, they, they, all sang, like, they all sang. They all sang. They all sang good. You know, they wrote good quality songs. Yeah, well, they yeah. yeah, they were,
0: they're, they would be like, say you know, like, uh, like the pop punk stuff, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They probably grew up listening to punk, but like, Tom, you know the funny. I was thinking about Tom DeLonge. Like, he's probably like, you know, since like the big huge hits of the '80s and '90s. Tom might. You could make an argument is like the best hit writer. Yeah, right. you know, about, like about a, like, of, like of that's about our age, right? Because who he wrote so many hits. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, when Tom right. left the band, there was no more hits. There yeah, was no right. more
2: hits. Yeah,
1: they did an album with that other dude. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. I, I, they I think they did a couple it. albums. I
0: I like Mark's voice better or whatever, but Tom is is clearly the better songwriter. That's true. But whatever. I mean, he's a hit writer. I didn't really think of him that. But someone was talking about that, and I was like, yeah, you're not right. I never looked at Tom as a hit writer, but he absolutely is. No, he
2: did. He did. Um, And uh, it's completely different. Not really, but on that same subject. You know, I also wrote a bunch of hit songs was, uh, uh, what's the hell? the offspring guy, not Dexter, but the other guy. Noodles. Yeah. Wrote all their hits. Yeah. And how many hits do they have in the 90s and early 2000s? Well, dude,
1: when he, he worked as a janitor at their school. They were yeah. still in high school when he met him, And uh, he could buy beer. That's <laughs> how he ended up in the band.
2: Well, he could also write songs. Yeah. yeah and you then get they in, they that's,
1: like, oh, that's it. it. He got in. It's yeah. all that matters. You think and about
2: it and it's, how many top 10 hits do they have? Yeah. 13, yeah. 14?
1: Yeah, which that's is amazing. crazy because like,
2: Man, there's a lot. Of, I, I'm
1: not a huge Offspring fan. I know. Yeah, I'm just.
2: I just brought them up. Because, I mean, I do like them, but yeah. like
1: some man, some of their really big hits are just really bad songs. Oh, well, I, I, the, the I,
2: earlier I, stuff off Smash and then um the second album were fine, and then yeah. after that, it was just like like uh, pretty Fly for oh, a White Guy God, that song's And little. those songs yeah. are just like, eh. I mean, uh, I get it, but that's not my thing. Uh, the earlier stuff, like yeah, off Smash was the first album. Or I'm sorry. Yep. The first, the, big, was the, first before, the first big, the yeah, first
0: album. Before we get too far off old Detroit yes. stuff, the only re- yeah. the only reason, yeah, he, right. <laughs> I, mean, no, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with what we're going into. Actually, we'll keep going with it. But I just wanted to bring up this point because Brian mentioned you said you know how MC5 like oh, in Europe they were more revered than yeah. here. Well, this guy that he's a customer of mine, and he was in an acid rock band around here, and they were they had they they had keyboards, they had everything. They had full production, and they recorded their acid rock shit, like psychedelic stuff. Yeah, and they put out an album. He said nothing came of it. We, you know, we tried to do like Midwest tours. Nobody liked it. He said years later, he goes, "I'm like him in, in my 50s. I, some record company in Germany is like, "Hey, uh, we, uh, your stuff is real. Are you the so and so from Mystic Siva? Is the name of the band?"
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, like, "Yeah." he's like uh your stuff is really catching on here like your vinyl shit uh do do you do you want to sign with us so we could you know you you know you might not get (laughs) and he's he's like what are you talking he goes i thought the guy was fucking with me yeah anyways long story short i don't want to bore the details he he said every now and then he goes randomly he goes it's not like consistent but every couple months sometimes it's six months I get like a $5,700, 6700 check. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no shit. Because it's just
1: selling. Royalties, yeah. And uh,
0: yeah. he said, uh, and he goes, that's just my part. There's five of us. Yeah. And we're all getting that. Wow. And he said, uh, and uh, I told the guys, like, hey, this is what's going on. And it, it was just in Germany for some reason. <laughs> it took off. Well, I yeah, mean, look at awesome. the different hassle off. So. And, 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 oh, and, yeah. and I said, are you guys going to. Uh, I forgot. I, I forgot that the keyboardist is. is in a touring band that I knew, like a older guys type band, yeah, yeah. But I totally forgot who it was. Yeah, well. But uh, anyways, they were going to go. I don't know. I have. I kind of lost contact with them. But they were going to go over there and do a show. Wow,
1: that's insane. Oh, they were gonna like reunite, yeah, and do a show. Oh, that'd be sweet. So, the, yeah, they're just. He's, he's a, like, this, "Could you imagine Germany would probably be losing their fucking mind if yeah. they're popular now? They would build a new wall just for them to tear down." What was their name? Mystic, Mystic Siva. It's
0: on. It's here on apple so i'm sure it's on uh spotify spotify but they're it took off like you know they they're not like i said they're not making millions but he says it's a good side income oh yeah he said i'm getting you know he goes it's, An extra five grand every
2: couple months every right? couple
0: of months yeah he said so they're you know if you round it up it's you know 15 20 grand a year hell yeah just in that
2: disposable income man yeah um that's awesome
0: but that's what that's a so and a. My whole point is, he knew the MC5 guy. He knew Mitch Ryder and Jimmy McCarty. Like he knew a lot of those people. Yeah, you know, on a personal level, I'm sure he
1: did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, I just remember going to the fucking Blue Goose Inn because Jimmy McCarty was playing there. Oh yeah, and he was fucking deaf as fuck, (laughs) and he had it so fucking loud we couldn't even walk inside the place. We had the door open. I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm like, I was only like thirty. You know, I'm like, I can't even handle it. Me and Bri were there I'm like dude I totally want to see him But holy crap He goes dude That was fucking Way too loud man Fucking your <laughs> devil With a blue dress On a fucking, fucking 7,000 watt like, amp I was like looking <laughs> like, I was looking Like at in the your people. living room yeah, We no. opened the door And I walked in Barely walked in and I'm the, looking at the people And they're like The same rig using You used know, in fucking just, Kobo And that could, little Yeah thing. you could just See the
2: look It's like
1: We could fit I'm 15
2: like, fans Into this venue The guy was like The, the guy sitting there
1: Trying to talk to us You know to collect money And I'm like what i go dude it's too loud in here man Money. and he goes he goes i can hear him go, jimmy's deaf
2: apparently <laughs> and i'm like look at that system behind yeah him.
1: i could tell
2: <laughs> if he wasn't before he is now <laughs> that's great <laughs> um yeah and that was yeah that was about 20 years ago i think oh yeah they really com- completely Blue goes in
1: yeah, yeah. somebody bought it, and then yeah. can com- gutted it and redid it all. Yeah, it hurts nice. Oh, okay. Um, it was just really weird setup there before.
2: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Jimmy's deaf. Yeah, yeah no yeah. shit. I go, what? I go, that's... I go, it's too fucking loud here. And the guy's like... He goes, oh, yeah! Jimmy's deaf! He's yelling at, <laughs> it like...
2: <laughs> it's so good. That's great. Oh, man. Um, to... Uh, a little bit of a lesser extent, but kind of the same thing. Like the MC5, like they were appreciated here. Yeah. They were never huge nationally, but they were big overseas, and it kind of came back, and now people kind of see their influence on stuff. But when they first started off, there's another Detroit band like that too. And I know there's, there's people that don't like them, especially here in this house. But the White Stripes were like that too. They weren't big here, but they, no. their stuff was big in, in England. Does Mike not like the White Stripes? I don't think he's a big fan. Oh. Not that he hates them, but... No. Um, but same thing. All of a sudden, they were really big in Europe and yep. in England, and they started selling over there. And then you start hearing bands that have kind of the same influence that are coming over that are here, like the the Black Keys. People are like, "Oh, the Black Keys are on the same time." I'm like, yeah, but you didn't hear about the Black Keys until after White Stripes are blown up, right? There are similarities between them, definitely, especially early stuff. I don't know if the Black Keys even. I think it's just the one guy now that does music, Dan, Dan Auerbach. Auerbach. I don't think they're even a real band anymore. I, I have no idea. Um, I saw them But they were like that too Where their stuff got big overseas And all of a sudden It kind of Fell back And came back to America And then they blew up It was a lot quicker Than like the MC5 stuff Obviously It was only a couple years But
1: Right Yeah I, I saw I saw Black Keys In like 2003
2: they're still good i mean i'm not wasn't ripping on them i yeah. like the black keys yeah i saw them at, I can't remember where I saw but them. there's definitely some the the fuzz you know the the distorted fuzz guitar and some of other stuff you can tell yeah a lot of the ways they did stuff was similar to what jack oh. and oh yeah for sure yeah and i mean there's you know not to say that they copied off them because it could have just been it, it's not it wasn't anything groundbreaking it just you know there's people that had done that kind of stuff before like people I, used to yeah. stick pitchforks into their amps and stuff and create weird sounds and
1: I've heard uh you know I've heard enough bands and just routinely but I mean like I've heard bands that like I'll hear a song and I'll be like oh they're definitely into the MC5 oh, yeah. or they're definitely into this or they're definitely into that but like you know I mean so I like knowing that I've known of the MC5 since I was a little kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Like I I said, my mom is the one that. (laughs) Yeah. Just one of the saddest things ever. If your mom turns you on to like Motown and like soft music and some of this other stuff, maybe. But your mom's like, yeah, my mom turned me on to the MC5. Inadvertently, she didn't mean to. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a weak story, you know. Yeah.
0: It'd be weird. (laughs) My mom got me into deicide, actually.
2: (laughs) Mom saw Jimi Hendrix. Mom did see Jimi Hendrix. With the monkeys, with the monkeys, that's true. She obviously didn't go for Hendrix, but no. you know, but still. Well, he,
1: yeah, he wasn't even really that popular yet. Here, he wasn't blowing up yet. No, you know, another guy over in Europe. Oh yeah, he was doing really well, and all the yeah. you know all those guys, you know, that's the, like you know it's the whole, it goes back to the whole musicians bands, you know, yeah, yeah. musicians who like they like certain types of bands you know and and it and rightly so i mean you know when you hear a, a good musician a good sound i mean you know yeah i mean jimmy hendrix was in love with terry kath's yep. guitar playing from chicago thought he was like one of the greatest guitar players he ever heard You he love billy from uh ZZ top as yep. well love billy from yeah
2: yeah and you know i know they always have that hendrix uh kath quote where he's like he's like that guy's a better guitarist than me when he's up on stage, but that was been attributed to like three different guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's he did love I, them.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about like Rory, yeah. well. Well, no, Gallagher, no,
2: no, well, there's been a few of them that. Well, they, that
3: yeah.
1: well, the source of the
0: the the Billy Gibbons one is Alice Cooper. He said that
1: he said that Jimmy loved, uh, Billy Gibbons. Well, Billy oh, yeah. Billy was young and play just starting out at that point. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Yep. Hendrix died in seventy. I mean, ZZ Top started in what sixty? Uh, I think sixty nine. Yeah, that, that well,
0: it would have been before he, they blew. There were anything. Yeah, there weren't anything. It would. He would have been just some blues guitar player, yeah. white blues guitar player from Texas at that. Yeah, yeah. At that point, but yeah, that's what Alice Cooper said. Not me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know who his favorite guitar player is. No, no one. Could, probably Robert Johnson. That's what every Terry Kath Every great. blues player.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he, he just like. He definitely liked a lot of good guitar players. I mean, well, Eric Clapton like saw Jimi Hendrix and like in England back. Yeah, then. yeah. It, it fucking blew his fucking mind. He like felt it, he felt like a shitty guitarist after seeing him. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, well, but he was basically like, uh, I, "I'm a, well, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shit compared to." Him. Well, I know Hendricks
0: didn't think that highly of himself. No, no, he kind of he's like, "Oh, there's a lot of people out there better than me because I just, you know, you know, I do this, I do my thing," and he didn't really think of himself as,
2: yeah, what he was. No, you no, know? that's another guy. Like you, you hear the influence. Maybe you probably did a little bit then, but you hear a lot more. Well, no, not even now. I would say probably 80s, 90s, obviously. Like Lenny Kravitz was very but, obviously had some influence from Jimi
1: there was a lot of bands in the 90s yeah. that the drums, you could hear, like, because when he, Jimi Hendrix experienced Mitch Mitchell, Mitch Mitchell yeah. played a, an offbeat pattern. Yep. And you could hear that in a lot of music in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, like, yeah, you know, and I'm sure it was probably a lot of cookie cutter bands that record companies were like, "Hey, okay, play like this."
0: I always thought that
1: in terms of leads,
0: his the way his leads moved and bounced around. I always thought Pearl Jam's lead player kind of had a Hendrix vibe
1: for sure. You know? Yeah,
0: well, yeah, a lot of the Seattleites too. They do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. the the songwriting was yeah. nothing a lot like yeah. Hendrix, but I mean, but just,
1: even like like even Queensrÿche being from Seattle, mm-hmm. like uh, they their drummer like on some of their music you could hear like his his style too oh yeah and it, it's kind of weird because they're not anything they're a totally completely different type of band
0: oh yeah they're not nothing you
1: know? yeah queens
0: reich is metal basically yeah
1: yeah yeah you know we're
0: we're uh pearl jam's hard rock but seattle sound they call it seattle
1: mm. to me it's just good hard rock yeah yeah, there was just too many, too many. Like they were just trying to lump it together. There was yeah, too many different styles. And Nir- you know.
0: Nirvana sounded nothing like, like you know, like Pearl no. Jam or no. whatever. And then Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains was just a metal band. Yeah, they were they weren't the heaviest metal band, no. but they were a metal band. Yeah,
1: they were just so good.
0: Yeah, that's why they were on like they toured with like Pantura a lot. Yeah, they were just, they were heavy you know. enough to be on fucking stage with Pantura. Like them Bones is a fucking that's a fucking. Thick chugging, oh, song, sure, dude. man, for
2: sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mike, well, that it's,
1: the f- facelift. That album is so yeah. fucking good, dude. Facelift is so fucking good.
2: Mike, I texted you to a song. I want you to play it. Okay. And I want Alan to listen to it. Craig sent it. it in our in our group chat the other day, and I listened to it. And I'm convinced this song comes. Well, first, Has we'll let you a listen to it.
1: The number one feeling. Does it got a funny yeah. video too? Or <laughs> no, it's inspired? just.
2: Kim Mitchell. That's a real song. Yeah. Okay. I have never, and Craig's the same it's way. Canadian. I have never in my life until the other day heard that song.
1: Dude, that was huge in like 1983. 85. Kim Mitchell, they were 85. Okay. Five. Uh, Kim Mitchell, they're a Canadian band, and they got like some popularity because of this yeah. song. Alan knew
2: it first note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, the man. first note.
1: Fucking Al, Al identified the first twang. Yeah, twang. Yep. Yeah, Rick. you never heard this song? I, Dude, they used honestly, to play it all the time on WCSX Craig, X back Craig's in the said day. Craig the same thing.
0: I've never heard this song in my life. Uh, Just listen to the lyrics.
1: <laughs> it's oh, it's fucking...
2: <laughs> Go for a soda so yeah. that nobody hurts. Okay. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, not and at it's all. It's like, it's like, it's like, Let's th- play the song and fit as many <laughs> yeah. fucking lyrics into that, it as we possibly that, that is can.
0: A, that is like a cheesier, not as musically well put together, right now by Van Halen. Yeah, it really and is. That's what. It, and and, be, and the the soda thing made me think of Clear Pepsi.
2: Hey, Justin's listening.
1: Um, I yeah. mean, I play the skin flute.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, I I half-ass play a little bit. Bass. But no, a little bass, a little bit of guitar. I have like I have a bass, a keyboard, a guitar. I have it all, but I, don't I play have it very a didgeridoo, well. and then uh, I do sing a little, but you know, oh. I haven't in a while.
2: So Craig and I both agreed we'd never heard that song in our lives, and we are convinced it came from the alternate 1985 from Back <laughs> to the Future Two.
0: Mandela. Effect.
2: Andy remembers it. Did I remember that song.
0: There's a rift in the time continuum somehow, and that song,
1: yeah. creeped in. Was, yeah, I, dude, my that, favorite part of that was like twang.
2: Oh, Kim Mitchell, I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> is.
1: They used to play it all the time on WC. Yeah, <laughs> I was kinda shocked how <laughs>
0: quick Fucking Al's like the 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 goat of music. oh uh,
2: yeah, because I couldn't remember the name of it. Craig I messaged him. I'm
1: almost positive they were from uh they're from Canada. And I'm it, pretty it, sure they they were they played a lot with like it, April Wine. And the,
2: and the voice
0: was almost as kind of reminiscent of that like one in a million girls yeah it was like, yeah. kind of yeah. like that you
2: know <laughs> oh my god that was so bad oh the tubes yeah oh, the yeah. tubes i oh, love the tubes they're such a good band. i love too.
1: tubes also yeah the tubes are a really mm. underrated band seriously they're really they had a lot of songs that people don't <laughs> the, the next time
0: on like totally
1: mandela effect <laughs> yep canadian yeah okay so kim mitchell is one guy oh okay i thought that you know the band, april wine <laughs> Kim Mitchell, yeah. I just thought, but it's one guy.
0: They need to make a video game that you can't ever beat, because, and they'll call it Mandela Effect, because you wow. you misremember the part that you beat. <laughs> you didn't beat it that the looks way like, you thought you beat it. It
2: looks like Getty Lee as an extra and Iron Eagle. Wow. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Save some pussy for the rest. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Twong. Kim Mitchell. That was it. <laughs> yeah, no, you just
1: heard
2: one chord. <laughs> 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 it's a bad song, though.
1: Yeah, he's and, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It's not like it's just a generic fucking rock song, but it, yeah, yeah, the words are horrible. The, the lyrics are just horrible. It's right?
2: it, it literally like there's no pause. It's just like like play the beat. Like all right, I can make lyrics to match every single note in this song. I swear to God, I can, and he did. Yeah, it just yeah. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, come on, man. You can you can slow it down a little bit with the yeah. lyrics. I, yeah,
1: I just I remember him like
2: that's like, what he looks like. Like, like he looks like Stan Bush.
1: Like I said, I thought like uh, he. I thought it was a band, band name, you it's know, just but him. because he played with like April Wine, but like like you would all he played with. I knew Corey he was Hart. Canadian because he played. He'd play with like uh, April Wine, or he'd play with. Uh, um oh what's that broad's name uh canadian no Sash jordan
2: yeah Sash jordan
1: uh who's like they they were all mildly popular in this area you know
2: it's okay
1: but there was another one too there's another band so there would always be like three or Uh, four and they'd all be canadian bands it was default Oh, were they Canadian? The band yeah. default?
2: No, it wasn't default. <laughs> they were super <laughs> <laughs> they were they were Canadian. That's that's a fact. But they were out a little bit later. That band default. Who's the other band do, I'm trying do, to think do. of? I don't
1: know. He would they they were bigger. Oh, what's the dude Life is a highway. Oh Tom Cocker, Tom Cocker Red Rider. Yeah. Um Red Rider, yeah, right? Yeah. Lunatic Fringe. Yeah. They were like like but they would come up I would see them play and they would play like a bigger venue and then they'd have like two or three Canadian bands and stuff. Oh that's kind of just how like that, and then like with the, a lot of the '90s Canadian music, the only the reason I knew it was because '89 X.
2: Yes, most of but us did.
1: WCSX played a lot of Canadian bands.
2: Yeah, and, and we then, had the river. Also, we could hear some stuff on the river. Yeah,
1: that '95 one. If you can get it in, they play a lot of good stuff on there.
2: Yeah, that's what I miss about '89 X. You would hear like yeah, Sloan and some of these other bands. Yeah. And you'd Never ever hear any yeah, other time. Yeah.
0: That, I've I've heard about that. Life is a highway. I've I've heard it covered like four different <sighs> oh, ways. Yeah, yeah country band that rascal yeah, flats rascal version Flash. from cars life is a is, that is
2: the worst <laughs> ver- cover song his voice because that guy's voice he can carry a note but his voice is so high-pitched and twangy and annoying and, well, like annoying yeah. and, 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 and i cannot and, take and,
0: it and and the and the um uh, life is a highway is a a country enough sounding song yeah yeah where you don't need to twang it up like don't that. need to twang yeah. it. but
1: he he twanged it Oh yeah, but, yeah Tom twanging uh, the shit Tom, out of it, Tom. Craig, uh, that's Sir Tom, Tom Cochrane to you. Yes, man. he's Canadian royalty. He got Corey. knighted. I, I, yeah, Sir Corey Hart. Sir Corey Hart. Sir Brian Adams. Yeah. He cuts like a knight. Sir Tom Cochrane. <laughs> Lady Anne marie uh, That dude like can't do it. He can't do no wrong in uh, in, in in Canada. Yeah. It's <laughs> the, funny, they're,
0: Canadians. They're 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 like the Jews of the North. Yeah. You always find out he, later. Oh, he's Canadian. It's funny, oh, like, it's, yeah, it's funny. Like when didn't he didn't know that. That Getty Lee is a Jewish Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> even
2: weirder. Yeah. So he's like a like a, 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 a Jewish inv- person <laughs> twice. A double infiltrator. <laughs> um, who was it? Only because I watched The Masked Singer, and uh, Alan Thick's son is one of the judges, Robin Thick. Oh yeah, and he always talks about anytime there's a Canadian person, or they guess a Canadian person, <laughs> and he's like. No, that's not that person. He's like, how you know? He's like, because he's Canadian. My dad knew all the Canadians, and he's not <laughs> wrong. His dad seemed to know every single Canadian person ever. He, he yeah.
0: knew the, he knew the entire country.
2: Yeah, he was always be like Canadian, and but he he could imitate his dad's voice perfectly, like Jim Carrey can. But Jim Carrey can do it because Jim Carrey is Canadian. That's why right. he can do Alan Thig's voice. Yeah, yeah. That's the. There's the a few.
1: There's a few things that uh, are pretty. Pretty standard with Canadians. Yeah. Like, they all know each other. Alex Trebek. Uh, most of them can, like, mimic each other. Yep. That's And true. a lot of them are named Gordon.
2: It's, there's a lot of Gordons. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh,
1: yeah, they all there's go by Gord.
2: Gordon from the Tragically Hip, right? Two of them. Gordon Lightfoot.
1: Gordon Lightfoot.
2: The Bare Naked Ladies album, Gordon. Yep. There's all kinds there's of Gordon.
1: There's another... A band the sheepdogs, Gordon or There's Gordy. A guy named Gordon from the sheepdogs. Sheepdogs are a cool cool band, too. Yeah, Gordy How? That's another cool band that a lot of people I, don't know. I Sheep had a friend Dogs.
2: who wants to be Hebrew. I told him, Jew-wish. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, cuz. <'cause. laughs> That's great. That's a good one.
1: That
0: is good. That was good. Oh, man. It's a
1: dad joke. It's clean.
2: Next time on
0: effective.
1: like, wait, what's it? What do you write for next time on like totally Mandela? Mandela.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> But like I said, I, that's idea, my idea for a video game is it's about the Mandela effect, and you can never beat it because you misremember the part. You didn't actually beat it. Your brain made you think you beat it. Yeah. And it just goes on forever.
2: Justin, you don't like Gord? I'm a Gordon Lightfoot fan. Makes, makes him ima- irrationally angry? Yeah. Damn, dude. I don't know what that is. Dude, Gordon Lightfoot, man. It's so mellow. He wrote a lot of
1: songs, and he... uh.
2: You know what I'd find? I'd that's actually my... a
0: pretty hot take there.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's a... I mean, that's... I, I understand if you don't get his music, but I, I'm trying to figure out why his voice... Although, you know what? Anytime I would mention Ann Murray's name and play b- clips of her song, Craig would get really furious. Really?
1: That's He'd... another one, too. Her voice fucking soothes me.
2: I'd be like, mm. Ann Murray. Is that... Ann Murray and Don Rickles, for some reason, for no, a long time, Craig hated... Your,
0: your brother had an irrational hatred of <laughs> Sean White, the, the scapegoat. The, the well his face though he's like he's like sean white's a piece of shit like, what did he do <laughs> have you seen his face i'm like just look at him I'm like, his okay. hair
1: it completely turned it completely changes the missions every time you turn on the game that's good yeah that's a good idea for a game though man that's yeah. a good idea yeah and murray's voice i don't know man like, i don't know like gordon lightfoot you play the song beautiful Dude, that song's beautiful <laughs> It's the
2: name. It's really beautiful. You know what I noticed as I'm going through? Because, like, I, I told, I'd said <clears> this a few times before, but I have all of Mom's vinyl at the house. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I listened to some of it, but a lot of it's just sitting there in a crate, you know? Yeah. She's like, do want you to price it out and see if you can sell I'm like, okay. It's just sitting there. No. Um. Anyways, Why? all the Gordon Lightfoot albums, because she's got, like, seven of them in there. Yeah. All have like poetry and all this other stuff Uh written on the liner notes and stuff, not the lyrics to the songs on the record, just random poetry and stuff that he wrote. Yeah, he that irritates me a little bit. He
1: was an insane writer. He wrote like prolific. Wrote for everybody. Wrote tons of music. Wrote tons of just everything.
0: Smoked about thirty five packs a day. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, But I assume he drank. Did you guys know. know? There's a there's a little something about Gordon Lightfoot. The song Sundown. Which is one of my favorites. It's about a woman that he was in love with. Yeah. He was having an affair on his wife. Yeah. But he was really in love with her, but she was crazy as fuck. Yeah. Do you know who that ended up being? Carly Simon. Nope. Oh. Ended up being uh, the woman who gave John Belushi
2: the oh, final injection. Oh, yeah, ejection. that's right. We talked about this. Yep. I know. Man. Yeah, she, she oh, yeah. Nope. His hot shot at him. She hot shattered John Belushi. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, like, by this time, like, her and Gordon Lightfoot hadn't been together in, like, you know, that was, like, like, a decade before. Well, Gordon got saved by not being around her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, she, like, left Canada or whatever, and, yeah.
0: Dude, dude, dudes love, especially artistic, intelligent dudes that, they love crazy bitches. Yeah. Yeah. That's look why at, look, at, look, at, look at Look at fucking H- Courtney Hole. Crazy yeah. bitch. Courtney Hole was, was with, Courtney Hole was with Corgan.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, because she needs somebody to write her album. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: You, but I mean,
1: I'm just you figure I hope you, number two doesn't you figure, get you figure, him.
0: You figure someone as intelligent as
1: will be Like, hey, dude, no way. Yeah, get away from me. So did they like start fucking around? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were dating. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, man. or maybe I did, and I just didn't want to believe it. Now, now and, if
2: if they would have been like, he's dating Melissa Off tomorrow, i have been like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, she was cute. And uh, Heyman,
0: nice shot, Glenn Filter, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, he was uh really into uh Darcy who was yeah the bass player, and a lot of people were into her and she was she had a lot of different guys she is literally committed crazy yeah like in a
1: home yeah
0: like like she had she's kind
1: of a hot piece of ass
0: though she's pretty she's 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 pretty hot yeah she's kind of hot man Uh, uh, also the girl the bass player from cold chamber the really cute one yeah. yeah yeah also in a committed uh situation doesn't uh, know what planet i wonder if fifi
1: is uh is crazy
0: you guys are very interesting my uh, my
1: crypto. my my crypto
2: death bass player i'm not
0: as interesting as your chainsaw you had the other day that was cool
2: is he like jesse james dupree um (laughs) i just want to make it the musical instrument
0: that it is
2: well he's not wrong um yeah that's that was that was it so yeah stuff yeah crazy crazy bitch rest in peace Wayne Kramer rest in peace Wayne Kramer that's where their starter wasn't it yeah sorry I brought in the Kim Mitchell no thing. that's okay
3: sometimes
1: we gotta feed off an idea man yeah exactly our- you know I mean we didn't really have you know I mean we we're gonna talk about uh one um Vincent, Vincent McMahon. Vincent J. McMahon. That, uh, Vincent uh, J. McMahon. Is it J? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, think, I thought it was J Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vincent, Vincent K. Uh, I was going to say Vincent J. Maybe J, I'm, is, consider J, J him with, for Jorge. I
2: was concerned. Uh, con, 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 I confused him with Homer J. Simpson. Sorry,
0: That dude, uh, like I said in my Facebook post about Vince McMahon, even if only 10% of that is true, it's too much.
1: Yeah, right? It was really bad. I heard. I, I haven't checked everything. Yet. I haven't read a lot of it yet.
0: So supposedly, for lack of better term, he had a really expensive sex slave. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. This Janelle, whatever her name is,
2: Janelle Grant. Yeah. And so it, I downloaded the the actual PDF uh, PDF, and I was reading through the case and stuff. I'm I'm going to be the legal expert, I guess here. Not really, because I don't know what any of this shit means. Well, but. we go to our
1: legal department, and he'll explain everything. And uh, terms that we can all understand.
2: Justin said I met Cold Chamber at Ozfest 97 but it was just the three dudes not the girl. Oh, She's probably cool. crazy at that point. Yeah. Anyways, um you know how when you read when you in movies and stuff, they always portray the, these these rich famous men who start these companies who you know, build it up, the rich, they think they can get away with anything. They do all this stuff, they have the 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 affair on their wife. They think they can get away with it. They're pure evil. The pure evil. Like in the movies, if you read through this thing, if it's true, that's the that's Vincent McMahon completely in this in this case. It's like he he is that person.
0: Yeah. She, so supposedly, I was uh, watching another wrestling YouTube uh, and not, not that we a wrestling YouTube, but I watching a wrestling shoot YouTube channel. Yeah, James, I forgot the name of his WSI. Okay, James from WSI said that he was reading some of the stuff. Vince fucking basically was, at times, like, raping her. She didn't want to and, like, forcing himself on her. Then he would give her $15,000 Bloomingdale's card. Yeah. After you're like, I love you. You know, the whole thing, like, I treat you bad, then I love you. I treat, you know. And uh, Johnny Ace, who's Vince's right-hand man. Johnny, John Laurinaitis. John Laurinaitis, the brother of Animal from Legion of Doom. That dude supposedly got involved, and they were gang, You know, they were spit roasting her against her will, supposedly, and it was just horrible. They were shitting on her, defecation.
2: Well, the the one I just read said it. Him and unnamed person number one or three or whatever it was. Um, okay, McMahon also subjected Mrs. Grant to ex- acts of extreme cruelty and degradation that caused Miss Grant to disassociate and or become numb to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters. It's just
0: the Mandela effect.
2: As one example of McMahon's extreme depravity, on May 9th, 2020, he defecated on Miss Grant during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his friend with feces in her hair and running down her back. Yeah, that was Johnny Ace. While McMahon went to the bathroom to shower off. Upon his return from the bathroom, McMahon and his friend actively resumed the the threesome, which lasted over an hour and a half, while Miss Grant remained covered in Mister McMahon's filth, yeah, filth, filth,
0: <laughs> so bad. When
2: McMahon's friend left, okay, McMahon, we're laughing
0: at this. Ain't good.
2: The, the <laughs> fact that the, the word filth—just say filth feces. I don't know
0: defecation.
2: When, when McMahon's friend left, McMahon ordered her to stay and to continue to sexually gratify him. She still hasn't showered at this point. This is like hours so bad it's so bad um where was the other one i'm trying to find the one with the massage that one was really hot it wasn't hot at all actually
0: but so then uh he would treat her bad and then tell her he loved her he did the whole abusive thing
2: oh yeah no he wasn't he wasn't good no and he took advantage of the whole situation because she basically she needed a job needed money her she she spent a couple years taking care of her parents You know, she hadn't worked. She was basically their caregiver. They both passed away within months of each other. So she's down and out mentally. Basically just hanging on to the place she was living in. And wherever she was living, the guy knew. Basically, it was the penthouse was McMahon's. So she was down there, ground floor, whatever she was, but she was losing the place. So she couldn't afford, afford to live there. The doorman is the one that introduced her and set all this up. So I guess he's like the recruiter. I don't know. Like, probably just innocent, but it yeah. just, he's like, you ruined her life, man.
0: Well, you know how cults look for people that are down and out. Well, yeah. And then he found a, this. Yeah. A sex slave, essentially.
2: I'm trying to find this one because this one was, I just thought it was funny. Basically, he was rubbing her and stuff and doing massages, and then he wanted a massage, and then he's, he forced himself upon her and um, began to perform oral sex on her. And she's like, "Well, I can't stop this now because." So she basically just went into her own head, is what she said. And then he like flipped over, and he's like, "Jack it off!" And he said those words, "Jack it off."
0: <laughs> I thought it was funny. Jack it off. Well, wow. Now McMahon wasn't.
2: Invo- you were. You were right. It's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. His dad was Vincent J. McMahon.
0: He wasn't. He wasn't involved with. Uh that one in the 80s. But the one in the 80s might have been worse, but it was Terry Garvin and Pat Patterson, and they were fucking uh, like ring boys and shit. Oh, yeah. Like underage, the whole thing. Or like young dudes thought they could get in the business and they would get plowed my Pat Patterson. Now, I'm talking about this was, uh, you know, Sid, the wrestler? Yeah. Sid told uh, this kid that went to go like be... Preyed upon by them, he's like, he's like, dude. He goes, "You're not good enough to be a wrestler. Don't go in there. Just get, just get the hell out of here. You ain't because I'm not trying to. He basically to save the kid from just being raped. Yeah, he's just like, just get out, just go away, just, just you. You're not gonna be a wrestler. You're not good. And I don't know. He tried to spare the guy,
1: but the, I don't if know. The kid didn't listen. and Got spit. Yeah, roasted. I think the kid
0: did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He got his hair <laughs> ruffled and all that shit. But it's it was I don't know wrestling has always had that that Hollywood casting couch kind of aura to it. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely uh sick. Now yeah. the, now Lesnar I read what I read and heard what Lesnar did what Lesnar basically did was he like McMahon another thing McMahon did to this girl so showed many people videos of Oh her. yeah. Like on his phone, like here's me fucking her. Here's her doing this, and he asked she McMahon asked her to screw Lesnar to get Lesnar to sign. Yeah, didn't happen. Thankfully for Brock and his family, but uh, because of a snowstorm, supposedly. Yeah, but I guess he was going to, but uh, the snowstorm. So he didn't. He didn't physically was never in a room with her. Yeah. So Brock's okay, but what he did. Uh, he requested a video of her peeing. I guess. Yeah, but that's technically not illegal. It, it's gross. That's what that's what she says. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah who well, knows yeah. if she? This who is know, all allegations. Yeah. Who knows
0: yeah. if she's even? Yeah. And and to be fair, the on the report it doesn't say Lesnar. It says superstar or wrestler. A. Yeah. It doesn't. Have Everyone's just assuming it's Lesnar because. There's time time he be, up, the contract he, and, and, and it used to be in the UFC and everybody knows it ain't
2: Cain Velasquez. No. So, you know, um, she got the job. Obviously he gave her a job as a, for a made up role administrator supervisor. And he, when she got hired in, people were confused. Like we don't even know what that role is.
1: Administrator supervisor. Yeah. Is a
2: throat pie receptacle.
1: That's that's
2: yeah. Uh, that's yeah. um, that's what it is. It's what exactly what it is. I'm trying to find it. Oh Yeah. So um, WWE employee number one was a lively individual. This is the guy who's in charge and deals directly with the legal department. They don't say who it is, but he's part of the family, as Vince says. Um, Was a lively individual who frequently regaled the legal department with stories of others at WWE. If McMahon's name was mentioned, WWE employee number one would turn to Miss Grant, this is the, the... plaintiff here with a smile a finger point and a comment that drew attention to her connection to mcmahon such as she knows what i'm talking about and he would just basically single her out <laughs> in front of everybody and just shit on her basically yeah like not literally not,
0: not literally but verbally. I mean, just treat her bad yeah she
2: knows what i'm talking about and you basically the whole mentality <laughs> was um protect the business <clears throat> they always had to protect the business no matter what so it didn't matter what happened as long as they protected the business. If McMahon wanted something, the answer isn't no, but rather how do we make it happen? And she was one of those things that they made happen. So he called them up, said, hey, she needs a job. And she's like, what am I going to be doing? Uh, projects related to talent appearances and XFL, because apparently they still own the rights to XFL, or they did until recently. Um, they gave her a job to start off as in that role, Of $75,000 a year to start. And then she would basically move up as time went on. Um, But basically, there was another employee in that department. She said, according to the the lady who filed the suit, (coughs) where they work in Titan Sports there, um, all the cubicles are open, they're glass. You can see what everybody's doing. You can hear what everybody's doing, especially in this department. And this one person, WWE employee number four, this person knew something was up because they were really nice to everybody, but really cold to her. So she knew that she got the job through the Dickens, the Dickens. Wow. So it started, that was a big part of it. And then the best part was like later on, because you always know it's going to happen, you know, when these, these people start screwing people other than their wives. Oh yeah. They're like, there's nothing, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to leave her one day, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. never he's never yeah. gonna leave his
0: wife. No. Yeah, you're gonna be my my main thing, especially
2: Vince McMahon though. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is never gonna leave Window. Linda McMahon. There's no way, no <clears throat> way. She has too much power. She's a big part of the, of the organization. She was at least at one point. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna leave her. But this lady, you know, she didn't think he would either. But he kept on saying, "Don't worry, even if this thing ever ends, I'll still t- still take care of you and everything." Well, it did end because he said, "Well, my wife." Thinks there's something going on. We got to end this, but I'm gonna keep on taking care of you. Don't worry. And he did for like a couple months, and then all of a sudden he cut the the funds. The funds. She didn't have a job anymore. (laughs) Um, But
0: then she's like, "All right, now I I got shit on for nothing."
2: Yeah. So, but she would like he would like text her, and then she would reply to these texts, and she'd be watching the broadcast, and he'd he'd be sending her broadcast or text messages during the broadcast he was on that were sexual in nature (laughs) so you would see him on tv taxing filth and you might see him on this phone or he just got off the phone but he had just been sending her messages and stuff wow uh it just it was basically it's the epitome of evil white rich man who (laughs) thinks he can control everybody and using his power
0: oh oh, another thing the dildos
2: yeah, I haven't even got to that part yet. There's yeah. so much stuff in here. The, 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 no, Al, he had a he
0: had an array of dildos he would insert in her. Oh yeah, and they were named after active wrestlers. And if they were black, it was named after a black wrestler. So he'd say, "Hey, here's our uh, truth. I'm going to put our truth <laughs> in you." If it was white, I'm going to put and big. It was I'm going to put the big show in you. Wow. So yeah, literally, he named the cocks after the color oh. of the wrestlers.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's uh, interesting. That's interesting. Allegedly,
1: yeah. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so um, imagine you know getting. Yeah, he he sounds like a the big show must have gaped her. He sounds like a, a good one. He sounds like a good one. Yeah, because it, yeah. it doesn't
2: sound like it was just him and Lauren Laurenidas and potentially Brock, a Brock. It sounds like it was many different employees that. It, well, he a tech, lot of
0: people. A lot of people were getting the videos. Yeah. Now, Brock. He's. He's publicly shamed and he's probably going to be embarrassed, but he can go away to Saskatchewan to his fucking with his millions and just never return. Yeah. Because he technically, because of a snowstorm, I think he didn't break a law. So he's, so who knows if he would have followed through with it, but he might have kind of did the thing, you know, to catch a predator. Yeah. If you pull up to the, even if you pull in the driveway, as long as you don't go in the house, they can't arise. That's true. Right. And Brock didn't go in the house.
2: Well, they even said like tech crew that, like, he shared not just the videos, but her with certain people in the tech crew and some other stuff. It's kind of weird. There was a guy who was the director of raw for like forever, basically during the Monday night wars, he came along and was a director. And all of a sudden he left recently, like kind of out of nowhere. And he just like left. I'm like, huh, that's weird.
0: That's why, that's why like when people send me random filth, if it's like professionally done, I'm cool with it. But I, I, it's weird when it's like like hey, dude from the other night checking like man I don't
1: yeah I'm good see that. I'm good man yeah yeah you know, I yeah I do yeah uh, next thing you know you're showing me like how you fucking yeah. cut her open yeah I know you know surgically filleted her. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah so,
2: like, I'm you've you've seen role models with uh Paul Rudd and I've Williams. seen that so the part where <laughs> I've where actually seen Sean William Scott shows up like it's early in the movie really early oh, yeah. Paul Rudd there and John William Scott. It comes up to him, and Paul Rudd's like, where'd you get to last night? And he just holds his fingers up to his nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Vince McMahon. He did that to people. Yeah. He's like, hey, like uh-huh.
0: "Imagine, Imagine being like... Jim Cornette always said about Vince that Vince was yeah. extremely insecure. Yeah. And he said that's why he did steroids and lifted weights, because he's... You know, even though he's... The, and he goes... And it's true. And this is a, like... If you're a billionaire and you own... Like, you're the most powerful wrestling entity ever. Yeah. because He had Hogan underneath him. He had Donald Trump working for him. Yeah. Everybody's worked for him. And you're still so insecure that you got to show people you're fucking bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, here's this chick I'm fucking like, dude. Well, you know, I'm I'm already impressed, Vince. You own fucking WWE. Yeah. You know,
2: I'm, dude, you're he worth made billions d- of dollars. He made,
1: he made wrestling Yeah. He put it in everybody's fucking yeah. home.
2: There's he. He is the man who made it what it is today.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling was. You know, it was nothing yeah. really. Him. It was regional. Him. Yeah. Him and Hulk Hogan made wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Them two people. Yeah.
0: They. They. They made it
2: wrestling. Here's how. Here specifically
0: because it was his vision. Yeah. But you guys are just jealous. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I am jealous. I'm jealous of his.
2: Yeah, you know, I
0: can't afford a sex slave. I'm jealous. Do you I know much? Have, I really wanted
2: to smell his finger. They just, they just got a deal starting next January with Netflix. Raw is going to be on Netflix next, starting next year, for the next ten years, at five billion dollars. Yeah, you know, five billion dollars for WWE. You
0: know, they were talking about uh, like who made out like a bandit on that sh- that wrestling channel is Kevin Kelly. Oh. Not Kevin Kelly. uh, What's his
2: name? Kevin Sullivan?
0: No, there's a guy that worked. He just had a... The guy that fucking Jim Cornette hated. Hey, Jim, my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot his name. But basically, the guy kept his job because one day he... Kevin Arnold. He hoarded all the tapes when there was a fire and like, oh, well, you got a job forever for saving them tapes. And he stuck around through all these scandals and kept his nose clean. And he had enough shares and like kept accumulating shares. Kevin Dunn? Kevin Dunn. And now he's, like, Vince has got, everybody, like, he's outlasted fucking Vince at this point. I know. That's, that's, you know,
2: with the money. um, Normally I don't listen to her because she kind of annoys me, but Ronda Rousey has been saying stuff about Vince for a couple years now. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Since the first allegations and stuff. And she doesn't wrestle for him anymore. Once her contract ended, she didn't sign back with them. She's been doing, like, these, uh, like, she showed up at, like, a, some random one in Vegas and some other stuff. So they're basically booking her for like single matches and stuff and paying her money for yeah. that. And, uh, they're talking about that. And they're like, why don't you go back? To WWE. And she's like, I'm never going back. I, I just don't want to deal with it with, with gross people and everything. And they're like, well, he's gone. And this is right after, this is last week after he was, he'd stepped down or he's fired, whatever you want to call it. They're like, well, he's gone now. Would you go back? She's like, as long as Bruce Pitt, Pritchard's there, Vince will always be there because he does everything that Vince ever. That's tells a him surrogate, to. yeah. Yeah. So there's no way if Bruce Pritchard stays, it's going to be the same thing. I'm like, well, maybe, but yeah. it'll always be Vince will always be involved as long as a Pr- Bruce Pritchard, Pritchard's there. Yeah, they. That's a that was the Reverend or red face guy, brother love, brother brother love, brother yes. Love, almost yeah. said, oh, for real? I almost said dude love. Yeah, <laughs> dude Vince, love. That was Mick Foley. Um, yeah. But his brother's one <laughs> his brother's the one that trains everybody. Um yeah, Tom. Tom Tom Pritchard. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Pritchard's a good guy.
1: Yeah. So brother
2: love.
0: Same thing same thing with Johnny Ace's brother Joe Laurentis was a family man. Hell oh, yeah. And he didn't do drugs like Hawk and, you know, when they were in Legion of, like yeah, some people are not like others in their family.
2: Well, allegedly John, uh, Ace was a uh, WWE employee number 1 or executive number 1. He's in the lawsuit, but they don't say him by name, obviously. Yeah. He's the one that was part of the threesome with the shit.
1: Allegedly.
2: Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Now,
0: a Dutch Mantel, who's also on YouTube talking about this, he said, he said I always got a weird vibe from Vince. And then he says it was always weird, like something wasn't right. Yeah. Because every time I was around him, I just – because I just had – it. he goes, and I'm a guy. And I even was, like, uncomfortable. Like, eh, man, this guy's – you know. Yeah, something about him, but pro wrestling is really since the beginning has been almost like organized crime. Yeah, especially in the territory days because if you had a ter if you were Fritz von Erich down in Texas and someone tried to put a show down there without your approval, well, Fritz and his goons would beat you up. Yeah, same thing with Mid South. You go to Mid South and try to you know, or or uh, you try to. Harley Race tried to fucking set the ring on fire when Hogan and McMahon went yeah. to St. Louis. That's true. So wrestling is territorial. There is beatings. There is... It, it's... It's a... It, like, we loved it as kids, but, man, it's almost
2: like... That old-time business was... Fucking gnarly, man. Yeah. Up until Vince kind of started consolidating stuff. It now, was,
0: now now, we've graduated to Vince having sex slaves and...
2: Yeah. Yep. And, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It hasn't been proven yet.
0: Yeah, um, there was a lot. He of people. should have just kept paying her, man, dummy. Just
2: keep paying her. That's all you got to do. It's all you got to do. Because what? How old is Vince now? Seventy-eight.
1: Yeah, what? Four or five years. He's gone.
2: Yeah, just keep paying. Dude, her. that
1: dude's jacked, man. He's in really good shape, though.
2: He, but he's now where he he's looking. He's still in reasonably good shape, but he looked, especially after the last couple of years. He looks old. He dyed his hair, and he. Yeah. That stupid mustache.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's still ripped to the
2: bone. He's still ripped to the bone. But, but his face, though, he looked at yeah, his face. But I looks, mean, still, he's probably gonna live a while. Yeah. And he might. Don't know why. I don't know how long his old man lived. Don't know why he dyed his hair that like color. With the black hair and the black mustache. Yeah. He all of a sudden like started trying to be Wayne Newton.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of pro wrestlers though, they they have like a they have like a people's temple vibe to them. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, the business. They're always like, they always hated guys that didn't love the business. Yeah, my dad died. They're like, dude, the business fucking killed how many guys? Yeah, right? oh it yeah, fucking, you know, not making them work three hundred days a year, injured. They fucking so they hated guys like uh, Ultimate Warrior or Lex Luger that were just like, I'm here to make money and leave. I don't, you know, yeah. they viewed it as a job. They didn't view it as, a, and they got their money. Yep, and they got their money and got out, and uh, they're alive. That, was, well, well, that's why. Hell. Well. They, they barely alive. They're barely alive. With Lex is in a wheelchair, and Warrior is gone. He's gone. But uh, yeah. But they. It's funny though how so many of them will hate. Like, he was all about himself. It's like, dude, this bit that business shit on people. You better be about yourself. Yeah. They don't care about you.
2: They, but they are even when they bring in outsiders too. Like they had like Mr. Roddy Piper hated Mr. T because he was an outsider and he thought he would come in and do this stuff and like he you know. He he probably played it up for the cameras, but he even said later on, he's like, I really didn't like working with him. He just thought he'd come in. He's like, I'll do this move to you, and I'll do this move to you, and I'll just beat you. And he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa! I've sacrificed my life for this. And it's like, Yeah, but this dude's gonna bring in a billion dollars for you. Yeah, that's the whole point of this. Is they're bringing in now nowadays you watch it, and some of these the, not the, the the new breed of wrestlers when they bring in these celebrities for the fights, they fucking love it. Back then, they fucking hated it.
1: But yeah, but I mean, he screwed a lot of people with pay, though, didn't he? Oh God, yeah. Oh Vince, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like for, for bringing well, in millions into the business, didn't bring it in well, for those guys. Well, that's I why, know
0: that. That's and the name that I screwed up earlier, Kevin Dunham Kevin Kelly, the wrestler. His name was Nails. Oh yeah, that's why that guy beat Vince half to death. That's true because he promised Kevin Kelly money. Didn't didn't did he? He said I walked in the office. I said, Hey, I'm worth this much. This is you. You said you were going to pay me. Are you? Nope. So he starts beating the shit out of him <laughs> And he's he's crazy. Yeah. He's not anymore. He's calmed down. He's not on drugs and shit. But he's uh, pretty chill now. But he said an interview. And you know how he got out of getting charges press. He claimed. He said he told people, Vince tried to grab my dick. There you go. And that's how he got out of it. Beat the fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good for him. Yeah. Yep, it works. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he said, Vince tried to grab my dick. Thing in the the in the nature of pro wrestling was always that kind of way, like the stuff we're describing. Yeah. yeah. So people were like, "Did you try to grab his dick, Vince?" You know. So you could get away with it. <laughs> so hey, so no. Vince just said, "Fuck it, let that fucking just don't tr- press any yep. charges. I don't want any fucking problems. <laughs> let him out of here."
2: That's funny. It's funny you said nails, but it made me think of um.
0: Remember he had a jumpsuit. He was a prisoner. Yeah. No, I remember nails, nails. Yeah.
2: But it made me think of the Nasty Boys. Um. Was it Nobbs, Brian Knobs, and uh, was it Skaggs?
0: Yeah, Skaggs. But Nobs I remember I was –
2: it was a completely different thing, but I remember I was watching the – wait, which one was the blonde? Was that Brian Nobbs? Nobbs. Yeah.
0: Sk- Skaggs was the darker.
2: Yeah, okay. So it was, it was Brian Knobs. I'm watching Tiger's game. Tigers are playing against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time, not the Rays like they are now. They were the Devil Rays at this time. Right. And I'm watching the game, and I keep on seeing these people behind home playing. I'm like, what the fuck? That looks like. That looks like the Nasty Boys. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? And I keep on watching it, and, I, and finally I look at him. It like, it's like I had to look it up. Eventually, found it. It was this is like way early, internet. this is twenty years ago. And I'm looking up. I'm like, that looks like Brian Knobs. That's what it is. It's Brian Knobs. It was Brian Knobs and Jimmy Hart sitting behind home plate at the Tampa Bay Devil oh, Race. Really? Oh, really? I
0: was like, well, that's, I know Knobs lives down there.
2: That's exactly what it was. They both they lived <laughs> down there, and but later on, when I finally looked it up, when it, it probably 10 years ago he was one of the first season ticket holders for the baseball team he was there all the time yeah Yeah. and jimmy hart would go with him i was like that's insane i'm like i just saw him on tv i'm like who are those impersonators
0: i'm glad knobs is alive because he's fucking been big as a house
2: oh yeah forever he is big but he still had the same haircut you know that's stupid but he's sitting there at a fucking baseball game he wasn't wrestling at this point you know he'd been retired for a while or maybe he was doing independent stuff i don't know but it wasn't like a big name. It's just he was sitting there. I'm like, that's fucking Knobs, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And Knobs was, was like 300 pounds when he wrestled. He's like 400 now. Oh yeah,
1: dude, he's fat. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. He's a giant.
0: Yeah. Now, now Skaggs. I saw an interview because you don't see him much anymore. Yeah. He did an interview and he looks like really healthy. Like he's in better shape than when he was young. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like he looks he looks really good. Like his skin and his face. So he he kind of went the other way. Like. Oh, so. so he he did the the healthy
1: thing. He got healthy like Ted yeah. Dibiase. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, he, it, did Ted Dibiase get?
2: Help? Yeah, he got himself all clean and everything a few years ago. He doesn't drink, doesn't do anything. Isn't he, his kid like in trouble for some shit though? Like embezzlement, yeah, yeah, yeah stuff right. like that. Um, I was trying to find it. I just found it here. Oh, um. He still always goes to the Tampa Bay Rays games, and he was he served as the team's tenth man. So you know, there's nine guys on the field. Tenth man in the stands right, yeah. was Brian Knopps. <laughs> I was
0: like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, he got in on them tickets in a good seat early on.
2: Yeah, for, I don't know how he got those good seats. There's so many. There's that place is always packed. It's never fucking packed. No. It was like 19,000 people a game or something in town. Oh, how fucking hot
0: it is in the summer down there.
2: Well, it's a dome. It's the worst oh, dome. Oh, it is a,
0: is a dome. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, dome. It,
2: it's But it's got like those catwalks and stuff. People always get hit d- monster d- shots off the, the catwalks. D- does it, is, is Arizona a stadium? It is, but it opens up a little bit. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because I figured, dude, imagine 120 in July going to a fucking game. Yeah. Well, 120. That, like I went to, <laughs> L when I, when I, uh, when we met, in Ve- met up in Vegas when you were living in Utah, you drove down. That's a f-
1: it was like 114 one of those days. I'm like, I don't know how people survived Like It was average like 106 degrees the whole time we were down there. It was, it was like fucking insane. It was
0: 114 the one day <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, was going yeah. to I mean, you guys yeah. went in July, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, It was so bad. Like and I heard, well, it's a dry, dry heat. heat. Yeah. No, dude, it's like well, needles fucking in your skin. Here's what I got to say about that. Every people say, a hot, yeah, it's dry, dry heat, I'm like, Yeah, but when it's 100 degrees, it's 100 degrees. Yeah. 100 degrees is fucking hot. Yep. I don't care what anyone says. It's fucking hot. It's hot. Now,
0: yes, you can breathe easier. I didn't have any kind of issues with my sinuses or anything. Yeah, okay. That was was nice. But... It's still hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's super duper like,
0: hot. All right,
1: here's um, where I noticed a difference. At ninety degrees, I was still comfortable there.
0: Yeah, ninety yeah, if ninety degrees ninety
1: degrees here and it's humid, yeah, I'm oh. not comfortable. I'm yeah, miserable.
0: Yeah, if it's ninety degrees here, uh, your lungs are fucking straining. Yeah. 90, yeah.
1: 90 degrees in Florida fuck off yeah that's yeah, fucking horrible no.
0: 90 degrees and we like it because at night it was 85 90 yeah i was fine yeah like right. let's go for a walk let's, oh yeah yeah uh, you nice. know
2: that's nice dry heat yeah um yeah the arizona the diamondbacks their stadium the the, the dome doesn't open up but the sides open up so it's almost like a, a carport type situation at that point yeah so it's still covered from the sun but there's still some airflow from outside, and they yeah. usually only do it for night games. Yeah. Now Vegas, when the Oakland A's moved to Vegas, that stadium design is fucking stupid. There's no coverage. No, nope, it is not a dome. So you're gonna play baseball in the middle <laughs> of summer in the desert in July and August with no dome? Yeah. Why not? That's fucking stupid. Watch people drop dead into hydration. Drop dead. That Allegiant looks really nice.
1: Let's do the uh, is that sem- the one where the Raiders
2: Raiders play? Yeah,
1: the is seventh nice. inning but, stretch as your fucking uh, heart pops. <laughs>
2: Are they going to play? They're going to play nothing but ten o'clock PM the, games even, or uh, something? I the don't
1: Cardinals, know. Cardinals, uh, like theirs, is a, a retractable roof.
2: It is, but I don't think it opens completely. It's does not. It's it, 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 just the middle.
1: The middle of it opens up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's like the middle of it, right over the field.
2: See. it, it the, the ones like they uh, where the fucking Colts play uh, Lucas Oil, Lucas. Yes, that to me is perfect because I know people. The purists are like football is going to be played outside. Fuck you, does not. No, it doesn't. Buffalo is the perfect test of that. They, you do not need to play any outdoors. Any,
0: I, me and my dad were talking about this the other day. Any of these cold weather cities should just have a fucking dome. Well, because the, 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 what, the game, the games changed. There's no one like sitting around chewing mud. No, you know. uh, we play both halves, and drinking water is considered
1: pretty much. Weak. That's why the NFL, yeah. NFL. If you want a Super <coughs> Bowl, you have to. You have to pretty much like if you're in the Midwest or if you're in a cold state. That's why you won't see one at Green Bay. No, nope. you won't
2: see one at Soldier Field. No, nope. Buffalo is to me. If I'm the NFL owners, they've been talking about uh, giving that the the owners of the uh, Bills have been talking uh, yeah. about building a new one for a few years now.
1: They yeah. need
2: to mandate that you you can do that you need you have to have a fucking dome though yeah yeah. do not build a stadium without a dome because their preliminary plans that they have that you you can look them up online they do not have a dome in their preliminary plans Hmm. i would be if i was nfl owners the other 31 owners i'm like fuck no because we're not going to have you postponing or canceling another fucking game this coming year every year three out of the last four years they've had to move either move a site or postpone a game Think about, because they moved one here. We yeah. play, and they played here. They moved one to Cleveland and made it a home. It was a Buffalo home game, but it was in Cleveland, which made no sense. No, and then they had to postpone a playoff game the other day. Yep. It's
0: always a smart idea to fucking live in a cold weather place and have it fucking east of a lake. Yeah, it's it's where <laughs> it's just gonna snow. That's
2: the thing with Chicago. Chicago's <clears throat> on the lake, but the weather pattern. Goes it's, across the lake. Yeah, it's
0: not like, from the opposite no. way. Yeah. 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 Buffalo
2: is on the end of that. They're gonna get everything now, coming across the now, lake.
0: Now Green Bay doesn't get plus Chicago fucking sucks. Now Green Bay is also, you know, they're on the west side. But yeah. it's so nor- far north it's just cold as fuck. Yep. Yeah. It's just the cold well, itself. That, that was it's the, the thing,
1: uh so they canceled the Buffalo playoff game. Yeah, or postponed. Yeah. It. Postponed it. But um uh, Miami and KC played in negative seven temperatures. Yeah, that's true. Negative 47 with the fucking wind chill factor. That's true. I mean, like, you could see it was cold. You could see it. You know, I'm
0: like, all right, well. For it to get that cold down there, though, is just should not have happened. It should Right. Have happened. right. But it did happen, but, and they did play. You're right. But,
2: but the problem with the Buffalo game is they, they did not even have the manpower to get the stadium clear of the snow because they just kept yeah, coming. Yeah. There's, it, I guess cold sucks. Yeah. And it sucked that you had to play yeah, it. Yeah, but about, snow, snow but,
1: if you get a f- two feet of snow, you can't do it. Yeah. How about the snow shovelers, though? Come shovel snow for 20 bucks an hour plus two tickets to the game. Yeah, that's good <laughs> it's a good deal. great deal. I'm bugging
2: shoveling, man. <laughs> yeah. But it, even that, they barely got that sh- that snow no, cleared <laughs> in time for the game. I know. It was horrible. Every time they would clear it up, it was just still coming down. It was just...
0: They need, they, a, they, they need a dome. They need a dome. Where they're located... Like I said it's not the old days. It's the where people, you know, they uh you're you're over the hill at 28 yeah. and uh you know fucking play both sides w- drinking water is weak. That those days are over. Yep. These guys each guy is a million dollar industry, each guy. You you can himself.
2: Yeah. You got people on the field that are making 50, 60 million dollars a year. You can not it's not like that anymore. It's not the way it used to be.
0: No. Sorry, you can't. You can barely hit the quarterback. It's just not the same game. It's not. So just get everybody in a dome where it's cold.
2: And really, it, and realistically, just, it it shouldn't be the same game because people are hitting faster and harder and with more, more force than they've ever hit before. Yeah. Now, well, well, well he, not to
1: mention, look at all the generations of uh, retarded guys. Yeah. That are Like now, that are just like, if they're alive, yep. They're they're fucking brain dead. Yep. You know, because they've yeah, been they, brain so many times.
0: Yeah, the the even like hockey. I like I I think hockey sh- uh, the way they change it where it needs uh the where they want more scoring.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. The only thing with hockey should keep those the fighting. Yeah, they need to keep the fighting. And they, they allow fine. they allow certain ones, but once they hit the ice, they have to break them. But to, but to
0: to sell something to a crowd, you need to make it palatable. Yeah, and I don't have that palatability. But you need to make it palatable. That's look true. at uh, w, uh, look at UFC. They made sure there's five round. You know, so the rounds end. So if one guy is to take you down and you can't move, well, it stands up next round. Yep. It's not you know thirty minutes of just laying there. You don't want a thirty minute slog. Yeah, I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, they used to not do that, right? With UFC, it wasn't set up in rounds. No,
0: no. Yeah, if you if you got taken down by a big wrestler but you yeah. can neutralize them where you can't knock you out or submit. They would just lay there. Yeah. I, One, yeah. 20 minutes. I know. <laughs> you know, the, I remember. You know, just nobody wants to watch that.
2: Yeah. And
0: it's the same thing with football. I like hard hits. Dude, them guys smashing into each other. Everybody loves a good lick. Yep. But I don't want uh, like I don't want uh, a dude's career over when he's 27. No. Nope. You know, I think they may, some st- maybe they're a little too persnickety about hitting the quarterback maybe it's a little mm. overkill but yeah. i still would in general i want the guys to have long careers oh yeah i don't want them to be fucking crippled and where they're brain dead at
1: fucking 28
2: no. yeah
0: and then they shoot themselves because they can't play anymore and Don't anybody know.
2: junior
1: say themselves yeah now the nfl does not want majority of those players to have long careers that's that's just that cost them
2: too much money Oh, with the medical, yeah, because they get
1: well, the just, medical, yeah. like, the contracts too. Yep. Oh, they want. To mean, keep, they want to keep it moving. Then, like they draft running backs. How many running backs get drafted, play really well, and never even get a second contract with the with that team? Yeah. Because
2: oh, they're already twenty eight. You R- know, running back is the most expendable, right? Position <laughs> there is now, but there's it, other, there's other. It just, it's completely different than it was even ten years ago.
1: Yeah, there's other positions that they just they you could see the rotating of yeah. you know, guys,
2: yeah, I'll, and I'll, then the big time guys they lock up,
1: but they don't want to see most of these guys getting that big second contract. Cause they don't want to pay it.
2: That's you know? true. Lateral. Yeah, unless see, it's a quarterback, yeah, mm-hmm. you see these. Uh, you want your quarterback around for twenty years, and you want your running back. You can change them every. Yeah, two we'll years. just yeah 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 just fish them out. Yep, it's true, and realistically. You're, you're never going to have another two thousand yard rusher, anyways. It's just yeah. the way the game is. Now. And I mean, think about it, like you could have you could draft like a couple of good running backs,
1: yeah. And then every year you could go, okay, what do we have in the budget? Oh, we'll just go buy so and so for the one year. We'll give him a one year deal, yeah. And he'll be our our veteran cowbell, and these guys will just play behind him, and they won't cost us shit, you know. And he'll cost five million because he just wants to get that one last year, and you know.
2: Well, yeah. look look at it. The two of the top ranked uh, players in last year's NFL draft, two of them, overall grades, were B. John Robinson mm-hmm. and Jameer Gibbs. Yep. And they both won the first round. Yep. Was there another running back that won the first round? No. What? what I mean, they got no. guys. They got guys who are starting on it, teams this year. Those they were who abs- were six round. Picks yeah. running back, but it, those
1: two, those two guys were absolutely they're, first they're round not, guys. For yeah, sure.
2: Bijan is pretty much a. I mean, he can he can catch all the backfield and stuff, but he's he's a running back. Yeah, Jameer is just a weapon. Jameer is something else. Jameer a running back. He's a receiver. He's small, and yeah. the way he absorbs hits, I don't know how he does it. Uh, he he dishes it out. He's five foot nine. You know but the you and one hundred eighty you know pounds know those, or something. Some of those, it's underneath him, man. Some of those. But no, guys, I mean, he like, like he, if he, got he just shoulders density? into people, and he he. He hurts people,
1: yeah. But at you that can size. you can be small like that. But if you've got that thick bone density, which yeah. you might have, you yeah. might not have the,
0: you know. I remember that fucking that that free safety that was only 185 pounds at water. Yeah, And he fucking he, leveled people, and he was only 185. He just knew how to fucking, fucking put you on your ass.
2: Yeah, yep. But it's it's if you look back at uh, ten years ago, not even ten years ago. Five years ago, when when did Jonathan Taylor come into the league? How long ago was when he was uh, like this seven, is his fifth year, seventeen hundred yards, like a few years ago, right? Yeah, something is, like that. Yeah, this is just his... since then. How much has changed with running backs? Saquon was the number one was was a top pick. Yeah, number two overall. Five years ago,
1: six years yeah. ago now. Right? Yeah, we going. He's going into his sixth season
2: now, and that was like everybody's like, oh, because the running back, the the, the running back <coughs> position has been so devalued in the last few well, years which kills well, me i don't well, understand well
0: it. i mean I, I, when we were when we were younger they were phasing out fullbacks yeah mm-hmm. now they're not phasing out running backs but it's deval
2: like it's you have the gotta,
0: running game in general has just
2: changed so much you it, you, you want it's almost cause a lot of teams have done it before by committee <laughs> or you know you had you didn't have one star back you would have your thunder and lightning guy um we had at one point, remember when we had a, a fucking, God, the guy played Michigan State. Warwick Dunn was here, and then we had the other guy. Um, I can't think of his fucking name, though. But we had Thunder, Lightning, Hard Hitting. Or uh, Mike Allston, and Warwick Dunn. Yeah. Thunder and Lightning. Yep. That, was, that happened a lot. Oh, yeah.
1: There was a, uh, uh, who was it down in... Uh... Down in Tennessee, it was Lendell White and um and Chris Johnson, wasn't yeah, it?
2: Exactly, something like that. Yeah, Lendell
1: was like the bruiser, and then Chris Johnson was like, well, faster and
2: faster and shit. He and was yeah. so fast. My God! But that was the thing. You, but and then it, it kind of went back to a you know number one running back. I think, I think and that is kind of phasing out again. Johnson
0: uh, had the fastest forty, like. S- since Dion or something like a was, four legitimate four, he three.
1: ran a four two six. Four two six. It was the it was the fastest at the combine yep. ever at that point. Yeah. Now there the, there For was any a,
0: player. There was a white man named Don Beebe. Don Beebe. And I think he did a four three, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. He's white. He yeah. But and the the one the only one that came close with the that needs a sunscreen in July is Apke. Apke, yeah, That's right. That's the only one. I think he um, did like four three seven or something.
2: If you're if you're coming out of college as a running back right now, you have to be a pretty decent running back, but you also have to be able to catch out the backfield. So yeah. when yeah. when the lions and last, throw up some
1: blocks. Oh, you got to be able to block. If you can even throw the receivers. Up. Yeah, if you could throw up some blocks, you're going to higher. Yep. Yeah.
2: But, it, but that's the other thing now with with the receivers. You, you might be an okay receiver, but you better be able to fucking block. Yeah, yeah. There's um... but it's it's if you can't catch the ball come out of the backfield. Nope, sorry, man. But even a lot of those guys, like uh, fucking what's the the guy from Tulane that came out last year? Uh, 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 Spears. Oh yeah, yeah. Tajay H-M. Spears.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Najee. Yeah. Tajay. Tajay.
2: Yeah. T Spears. Um. Small. Yeah. Really small. Really fast, but he—he's not your typical cor- running back. He—it's because he's a playmaker. He's not going to run between the tackles. He doesn't run between the tackles, and he's—he's he's, you know running out to the flat or whatever they throw the, the little, little pass to him and stuff. He's not a typical running back. That's the kind of player you need to be now. It's more like unless you're a B. John Robinson, you have to be a Jameer Gibbs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're if you're Saquon Barkley, you're probably okay. But if you're that's not Saquon Barkley, you better be like a Jameer. I mean, type. yeah.
1: And that's that's why like you know that's why Carolina gave Christian McCaffrey that
2: deal that they gave. Christian McCaffrey is probably the best uh, example of that because yeah. he was he's a he is a really he he's a number one running back yeah. uh, every day. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. But he can he does amazing things. Does amazing things. He's something else. Yeah. Um and he's also white. Was so Michael like that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he does like him. He's talked about him before. Yeah. His brother's coming out in the draft. He's a receiver. You one of was one of them was a quarterback, but uh yeah, it wasn't this one.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he I don't think he stayed with
2: um, football. I don't think he did. This one um has transferred a bunch. I think Rice mm-hmm. was his fourth team, but big and strong and fast and he played well at the senior bowl the other day so there could be another mccaffrey
1: wait A-Mutley. senior
2: bowl was already senior bowl was today oh I'm talking about practices and stuff oh today the game was i believe so yeah second today's the third they right?
1: only play that nfl network now they do only since uh for a long time now. a while yeah
2: sarah senior bowl um michael panics Decided against playing all of a sudden, so he didn't play in the game? Uh, okay. Good. Oh. Saturday. Yeah, it was today, but I don't see any score. But anyways, Luke McCaffrey's coming out. So there's another McCaffrey that's gonna be in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we were saying Christian McCaffrey's probably the best probably the best example of that now. He he's a running back, but he's a receiver. He's a receiving running back. You gotta be a receiving running back now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The Lions had it. San Francisco obviously hasn't.
0: There was, there was one guy like that back when Barry was playing. Yeah. His old teammate, Thurman Thomas. That's true. He was actually a pretty good
2: receiver. He had good hands. Yeah.
0: yeah. A lot of them didn't have that back then. Barry certainly didn't.
2: Well, if you if you look at it, actually the Lions had it last year because they were doing the same thing last year with Swift and Jamal Williams
3: Absolutely. that they did this
2: year, but just not to the same level. Jamal Williams. Craig – David Montgomery – Can catch the ball in the backfield. Yeah, better, way better than Jamal Williams could. DeAndre Swift was good, but Gibbs is better. I mean, they they upgraded both those running back positions. But that is just back when we were coming up watching football. Who's like when you started watching football, Mike? Or I'm sorry, when you really started to get into football, not when you first started watching, but when you really got into it. Who was your favorite player? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, a straight up running back. Yeah, back then it was. That was like he the was number a one
0: pride for this whole community.
2: But really, across the league, you had—if it wasn't a quarterback, it was a running back. You had a few receivers who were like no, the top guy. No,
0: they—they were—they were, they were the, in some cases, more higher profile than the top quarterback. Yeah, I mean, think about uh, Barry was obviously huge. Yep. But uh, the Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson, was a huge fucking deal. That first yep.
2: year with when Barry came out was a, uh, um, fucking kansas city i,
0: I always con- christian okoye i always considered uh the great dallas teams yep. i considered emmett smith the man not troy aikman yeah aikman to me was their number two guy yep. in my opinion well because yeah like yeah yeah i agree with you i put i put i mean when i think dallas cowboys in the 90s the first guy i think of is yep. emmett smith
2: emmett smith absolutely you know? That's true, and then Bo Jackson's a Not really the good playmaker. Yeah, Bo Jackson's a really well, good example of that. Well, he's,
0: yeah. play, he was he was good too.
2: Well, then obviously in the later nineties, your favorite player was Mike Allstott. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go, Mike Alstott. Mike Allstott. Well, slopping mud and well, penetrating a hole.
1: He did that.
0: Mike oh. Allstott would have been playing middle linebacker in this era. Oh, I know they
1: wouldn't have. They because they would have no the style. Yeah, like my my buddy Billy, he said when he was because he's like a little bit younger than you guys. I think he's like just now like forty. Yeah, but he said he's like, dude, when I when I was growing up, he's like when I was a real little kid, he goes there was Barry Sanders and there was Earl Campbell. Oh, and he's like, and those were the guys. Yeah, yeah, you know Herschel Walker. No, those like, those were why I watched football. I was real little, and I just I love both those the, guys.
0: Yeah, running back was. Was at points the premier position. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the, to put it, it was definitely number two, but at times was number one.
1: Yeah. Well, if. if
0: let me, now your quarterbacks are everything. Let
2: me think about it. It was 2000 Super Bowl, and it was the Broncos and the Falcons? 99. 99? Yeah. Yeah, it was '99 season, but wasn't it the Super Bowl in two thousand beginning of two thousand that year? So it'd been no, for the '99 season, I think. Yeah,
1: LA won and won. It, it was the '97 <laughs> and the '98 season. It was '99. Okay, you're right. It was January '99.
2: Think about that.
1: Or February. Whatever.
2: Denver won, but yep. think about the Falcons team. Mm-hmm. Who do you think of a, a team?
1: Oh, it wasn't Crystal Chandelier. No. It was uh yeah, the running back it was Jamal Anderson, uh, Jamal Anderson. yeah. That's The Dirty only bird. guy
2: I remember from the Falcons on the Dirty that team. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. The only person I remember yeah. from that Falcons team. Yeah, it that wasn't year.
1: Chris Chandler, the Crystal no. Chandelier.
2: That's that, what everybody I, called him. I, yeah. If someone brings that up, it's like Jamal Anderson's the first person I think of. Well and Terrell Davis.
0: So so yeah. Who, yeah. so was the last monster running uh, running back, like the Peterson then? Is he like the Ad, last? Yeah, Ad, yeah, the last monster. Well, the one that was considered the man on his well, team. Well,
2: that, that's the thing. It's it really because Jonathan Taylor came out of Wisconsin. Yeah, he played for Indianapolis. Yeah. He rushed for seventeen hundred yards four years ago. Yeah, he's the man.
1: That's um, a great. That's a great season.
2: Saquon Barkley, he did, is a great running back. Yeah,
1: he got hurt. He uh, got hurt first but, off. But yeah, but when he played, man, holy crap! Yeah.
2: But There's besides really those guys, it's just, if you go to any team, it's just basically every couple of years they're upgrading one of those two running backs. They There's don't a, have a star running was a, back. Was
0: a, so, so you guys, when I last watched football before this Lions had this good season, yeah. it was 2011 uh-huh. when they lost that uh, wild card to what the uh, fucking – Cowboys? Breeze. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Saints. Breeze, yeah, they beat, beat the lines
1: up. That was the first time we were in the playoffs in like 20 years or yeah. 18 and, years or something so like that. So
0: between then and now, it seems like everybody is doing like the – every team seems to be set up like the fucking Pat- – I remember the Patriots being. Like the running backs there, he's serviceable, but it's more about, you know – Yep, quick check uti- downs. U- yeah, utilizing right. rece- different, five different <clears> – <throat> yeah. every team utilizes yeah. five guys. They, uh, they always,
1: yeah, like the Patriots would always have two – utility-type running backs. They'd yeah. always have one that was pretty bulldozery, and then, you know, yep. then it would be the one. Then they'd always have... They yep. never had any star receivers except for the Randy Moss. But think about it. Like, they always had, like, two receivers that they could always rely on, and but, they were always little guys. Yeah, what guys. the fuck is a Julian but Edelman? He,
0: he, even... Yeah. Even when I watch the Lions it's golf is distributing that ball. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's the port it's this guy it's that, it's that always run different. pass
2: option RPO. Yeah.
0: And that's and yeah. yeah. And I mean, and then the, then fucking San Francisco did it to us. And yeah. That's, you know really, what I mean? That like, is
1: Belichick's That's fucking that's, that's yeah, it is. And, because he'd run he'd always had he always had two good I mean at one point fuck Tampa Bay was doing that too. Everybody does it. Look at like he had Gronk and Hernandez and he had Edelman. And he had like he had Wes Welker, yeah. You know, I mean, he had all these like guys that were just not really you know. But he had two great tight ends who could catch, you know, and
2: Hernandez that, could slice through the defense, yeah. yeah. Murder everybody, he murdered everybody. Um, you know? Yeah, but it was it's you're right, and and now it it all comes from Belichick. But now a lot of them are doing. And I don't like to give him too much credit because he beat us, but it's it. A lot of it is based on what Shanahan has been oh, doing sure. for the last Dude, ten yeah. years. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what though? Look, I mean, but it's all based we play, on. We played a really good game, but like, yeah, Kyle Shanahan's it. been doing this a while. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach. Well, well, what... you know, you got to give him his props. The guy's been in five fucking NFC championships.
0: Well, well what ha- like what happened? To the Lions is again. I watched four regular season games this year. Yeah, it's the most I've watched in forever. And all four of those games, they did not lose all four of them. But all four of them that I watched in the regular season, mm-hmm. they had terrible second halves. The yeah. yeah, they didn't necessarily lose. I think they won three of the four. Yep. But they didn't do anything, and the other team made adjustments. Yeah, or, and they just kind of shit the bed. But three, they were just better, and they ended up winning.
1: The third, all, the third, killed us in in so many. Like we're we are horrible in third. And, and
0: yeah. it, it, And they had played perfect mistake-free in the playoffs, two games, those first two games. They did not fuck anything up. There was no penalties. There was no uh, fumbles, this and that. And then when I I got nervous is when that guy did that weird penalty. I don't even know which player it was. He hit the San Francisco guy away from the play, didn't need to do it. Yeah. Just hit him, fucking knocked him on his – and he got a penalty. I'm like, what's going on? Why are they losing their discipline? Then it was – Drop passes and it's like, and I agree, Brian, with your take about uh, about Campbell. Everybody's going on about the the points, isn't that? The guy, it was the drop passes and the shitty play. Well, that guy I, hasn't.
1: He's has coached exactly the same way all year, and that's, and that's how we it, got it there. Got, it got us there. Well, that's exactly. When there. we
2: sat here a few weeks ago, and we watched that Dallas game, and I was critical because he should have kicked the field goal earlier. After the game, after we talked the next day, when I'm reading through it that was critical. Because if he would have kicked that field goal earlier in the game instead of going for it, they missed it going for it, they would have beat Dallas by two overall. And I was critical of it. And then I went back and I was looking at stuff. And even before the San Francisco game, they were talking about our percentage on fourth down versus Badgley's percentage from over 45 yards. Right. Historically. Historically bad over 45 yards. Yeah. Michael Badgley based on like 25 attempts or whatever it was, over 45 yards is under 50% for his career. Yeah. Maybe it was 47 yards. I can't remember what exactly what it was. Our fourth down attempts for the season, we were 70 per, 72% or something yeah, on yeah. the season, on yeah. fourth down. Yeah. 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 Percentage-wise. Now, I get it. We we gave up six points. But my my thinking was this. Gibbs fumbles the ball on first down. Yeah. We lose a whole series of plays there. Um, Reynolds dropped one, which would have been a first down. Reynolds dropped another one, which would have been a first down. Um, even Amon Rossing Brown dropped one, but he turned around; that ball was on his hands. And then,
0: in a, a fluke face mask bounce catch that uh, they yeah, got that one. And then oh, there was there was
2: one in the first quarter too that that I don't know how Purdy did it, but he just kind of like on his back foot falling down through it.
0: And oh, whoever yeah. it was caught it. Oh,
2: yeah. Just the fluky plays. Yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah. when was
0: when, when, when that Brian, that play you're describing there, the on the back foot, and the guy caught it right before he went out of bounds. Yeah. That play, that was the play. And it was the game was, there were still tons of game to be played. I told my dad, I said, the Lions are going to lose. I said, nothing's going their way. This is just shouldn't be.
1: So, and I, I just, I, there was like a vibe. Like, as soon premier- as that game was tied, yep, we were
2: done. When, when but my, I still had
1: faith, but we my, are done.
2: And that's why I don't fault him for not kicking the field goals in the game. Yeah. Because you think about it, Gibbs doesn't fumble it. We Even if we go three and out, we ran three plays. We took time off the clock. If we catch the first down pass, Reynolds doesn't drop it. One of them, I guess, it hit him in the hands, but he's kind of going to the ground at that point, whatever. But one that hit him directly in the hands, I don't know how he didn't catch that fucking thing. But you right. think about it: if if Gibbs doesn't fumble, we get even if we go three and out, or we go for a fourth down again, whatever it might be, but we get three extra plays. It's wasting time off the clock. Right. Reynolds catches the first down thing; you get a whole new series. He catches the other one; we get a whole new series. Saint Brown, if somehow, somehow catches that ball, he probably shouldn't have caught it anyways. My point is, you how many times during a game? At least one time during a game, you'll hear hear the announcer, Greg Olson, whoever it might be, say. Time of possession is in favor of this team. And they'll show the time of possession. Yeah. And the reason they show it is because if you control the clock, you control the other team's possessions, right? Yeah. We could have we could have taken away two whole possessions from the 49ers just based on those three plays. Taken even if those were the two plays they got field goals on, because I yeah. think they ended up with two field goals, right? Yeah. In the game, or they end up with one? They had, no they had a couple. Missed they one. Couple. They missed one. Yeah. But they made one, two, whatever made, it was.
0: They made two, missed one. I thought, but
2: you're right. He did, because um, Jake Moody. It's right. Um, so right there, you take away those possessions from them, you win the game. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And the and 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 the, the thing is too, if you, if you add everything up, put it all together, the yeah. whole the whole, you think they think about the how they did, played so well in the first half. If you t- if you take though the game in its totality, yeah, the final score and then the fact that like okay this young lions team is going out to San Francisco, mm-hmm. what do you th- what does your heart tell you Now not your not no, what does your logic tell you not your heart I would say oh the lions probably keep it close but probably lose because it's out in San Francisco that would be my logical guess yeah exactly <clears throat> the score is about exactly what on paper it should have been
2: yeah what what what's what's Upsetting it, people the most is it, that we came out to such a big lead in the first half.
3: Yeah.
0: And then
2: it 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 kind of gives it a perception that they're the same old Lions. And I swear to God if someone says that to me in person in front of me says same old Lions, okay. I will pimp slap them across yeah. the fucking yeah. room.
0: There's nothing there there's, there's no the, the same old Lions old would me, have
1: lost 34 to nothing.
2: Let me ask you that. <laughs> yeah,
1: what's to say that the San Francisco 49ers didn't just fucking stay back and not play very much in the first half, yeah, because they knew they were already fucking. Like, have you seen this team? Well, the, we were playing the what number one team, yeah, yeah, you yeah number one seed,
0: yeah. Well, I don't, so I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think they were laying back and letting us do it. I think they got. They're a good badass team. But they were caught off guard, and they're like,
2: oh, these Lions are pretty That's what I tough. Mean. I think, they're I think like, they, they came they, they're, out
1: there going, "Nah, eh, you know, They whatever. overestimate
2: us in the first half, or yeah. underestimate us they're in the first like, half. They're like, oh,
0: like, these guys are solid. We're going to have
1: to fucking, yep. we're going to have to pick it up here. And then in true fashion, they're like, all right, well, listen, guys, we already know how bad the Lions are in the third quarter, so go out there and put some points up. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: That's true.
1: And, and a, that's
0: what they did. In the, in the In the reality, and I'm not blaming Campbell, but in mm-hmm. reality, if we kick a field goal or got one more touchdown or anything, we fucking won. Mm. It well, just didn't it, happen. It was, it
2: was a know? momentum thing because as soon as they, they came out, they scored right away in that third quarter. They got the ball first. They yeah. scored right away. If Gibbs just holds on to the ball, that changes the whole momentum. It,
1: it sure did, sure.
2: And I'm not blaming the kid. It no,
1: happens. I know. They got, they a, got crossed up. He
2: it. went to the wrong side. Has he fumbled this year? That was. I think that was the second. He's fumble. Second one.
0: No, he, he, he he's yeah. twenty one years old. And like I said, there's that. Then then there's the the helmet fucking bounce There's you know. Yeah. There's fluky stuff. There's yeah. Uh, also, that's a San Francisco is a badass team. Yeah. There's that. They've been. They're they're well coached. They've been in the, the NFC Championship. There. Fucking five yeah, times so like, in the last they've been seven there. years. The, and uh, and. And the, another thing about the Lions, this isn't this isn't, in my opinion, Kool Aid drinking or gravy training. No. The Lions,
3: are,
0: do, do I do I think they're good enough to win a Super Bowl? No, no. but I think they're going to be in the
1: playoffs the next few years, probably in a row. Yep. I think that they, they can re- be good enough. Yep. Oh yeah, I I think that right now, I think we showed that okay, we're not quite ready yeah you we know, we're missing a few pieces but they but, but we're really literally only missing a few pieces
0: what I, what i saw was some <laughs> some real talent when yeah. you can when you can go into San Francisco and knock the 49ers in the mouth and catch them off guard
1: you have some ability yeah, yeah they absolutely did they they took a team who who have been vying for the super bowl and have been in a super bowl uh in the
0: last several years yeah now, not, but like San Francisco, it's not their first rodeo. It's at home, mm-hmm. well coached. Yeah. They're like, all right, these young fuckers are tough. We got to tighten up.
2: And I'll tell you They're this: not, he got, they
0: tighten up and they they beat our ass.
2: He got, uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? He got punched in the mouth in that first half, but the second half, the guy who should still be the coach in in Carolina, Steve Wilkes. Yeah, right. They they yeah, let him go. Egg. They he, made him the interim coach last year after they let what's yeah, his name go. Yeah, he. Almost took them to the playoffs last year. They almost won the South. with a Losing record. I know. And then he didn't. And then they're him. like, they interviewed him. Like, no, we're not going to hire you. Yeah. He yep. should. He he turned. He basically figured it out in that second half. And their defense was pretty fucking awesome. That yeah. Second he half.
1: he turned he turned yeah I don't know how the guy was. The guy should still be a head coach.
2: Well, they yeah. dude Yeah. He got screwed before. Yeah. If Glenn would have left last year, like when he interviewed and stuff, if yeah. Glenn would have gone, that would have been the guy I wanted yeah, for right, our defensive right. coordinator. Well, he. Steve Wilkes coached Arizona, didn't he? Never. I think it was an
1: interim there too. No, they they gave him the job and fired him after one year. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, cuz then they got Kingsbury. Yep. And they got uh Kyler Murray. Yep. Remember they the Josh Rosen? Also Kyler Murray's a terrible name. They got they got uh Josh Rosen. He was the number 10 overall yep. pick. Yep. You know. And then they fucking they paid him all that money and yep. then they fired him and and got but the, rid of the, the point,
2: but the point was that the Lions, the San, San Francisco has been there and they got ton, They know what they're doing, and Steve Wilkes knew what he was doing too. Yeah,
0: it uh, it has nothing to do with midnight, but I have to take a massive shit and it's killing me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm Wait, ready to go
2: to up. bed. Yeah. You can take a massive shit like the same old I'm Lions. Re- I'm dude. ready to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I ripped a bathroom out and put a bathroom in. So Since I'm, yesterday. I, I'm literally dying here. It's,
0: it's <laughs> like closing game. arguments,
2: Lions. Yeah.
0: Lions will be a playoff team, I think, for another three,
1: four years.
2: After that night, I was upset. The next day, I was like, you know what? Draft time, let's go. Dan my favorite Campbell, time of the year.
1: Dan Campbell and Holmes get yeah, contract extensions. They got a good team. Boom. There you they're go. They're a good team. Uh, radiounderground.gay I don't know if you guys can hear <laughs> my
2: stomach <laughs> making noises, too.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm uh, – <laughs> let's just – we'll end it with kick out. Jams. But you old
1: guys kick got a turn.
3: <laughs> out the holy yeah. god this is bad that's
2: okay what
3: feeling sound that You get the feeling you got Song of all with that bike in my hand And let me kick out the jam Yes